I'm gonna have to watch that. I'm gonna have love to watch that. That's my Japan. show. Yeah, love. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yeah, man. So for those of you who don't know, this is the Cognac Stories podcast. I am Torian Meacham. I'm joined today by uh, Sadira Meacham and my co-host uh, Jamal Anthony Nance, aka Slocks, aka the Backwater Barbecue, aka because I want somebody to steal your identity, social security number three four two five three two three. Okay, okay. Now you said you had something to get off your 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 breasts, uh, Jamal. Brain. As soon as we started, uh, yeah. Listen to uh. To all you people that follow me and be wondering why I don't put clips up no more of the podcast, it's because a certain hard ER that I won't mention on this show, Torian, that I keep asking to send me clips, you muted yourself. You muted yourself, Meech. I muted myself. I thought I was muted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep asking this nigga to send me clips. And he, and he says, oh, listen. yeah, I got you this week. Listen. Sends them. For, oh, all you, yeah, for all you people... For all of you people so, who want to see clips of the show, how about how about you do this? How about you do this, right? How about you take your iPhones, all right? You turn them sideways and you stick them up <laughs> your candy asses. It doesn't matter if you want clips of the Cognac Stories podcast. But yeah, I, I they they asked for the clips so they can see what we're talking about, so they can go, you know, hopefully. Learn hey, something. how about this? If you yeah. want clips, listen to the fucking podcast. You know, yeah, that's it. Or go, yeah. or go to the fucking website. Go, go to the damn uh, uh, the Instagram page, and feel free to look at the look at the um, clips we already have on there. Right? Here's the thing. I make the clips. That means I have to go through the entire podcast and edit those shits out and then package them for yeah. delivery, yeah, right? Nothing special. No, 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 no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody asking. Also, I have a full-time job. I also have a daughter. I also go to college full-time. So that you is the lowest thing. That is the lowest thing. That is, I telework two days as well. And those days that I telework, oh, yeah, that's I have, right. and those days that I telework, I have my daughter with me. And I also go to college full-time. I take 12 fucking credits. You know what I'm saying? So all of you people that want clips, you will get them shits when I fucking feel like it. <laughs> and when I feel like it is when I have free time, when I'm on the fucking toilet. So that's when you get them. Because you don't understand, I got to go through the entire show, whether it's three hours, four hours, out of fuck, and pick out these clips, right? That's a lot. That's work on my end. So if, so yeah, if, you, if, so, so if you want the clips, right? If you want the clips, how about you just listen to the fucking show? You know what I'm saying? How about you do that? Because, yeah, yeah. because, because, right? You know, the people that listen to the show, they don't ask about fucking clips. They only ask yeah. when the whole goddamn show was coming out. That's it. What? They listen to the entire show. And the people that watch it on YouTube, they watch the entire show and they leave comments. So, hey, for people that aren't listening right now and you want me to put out clips to get you to listen, no. <laughs> for the people that do listen and you want clips to be able to put them on your fucking IG and all that kind of shit, I have some coming. You know what I'm saying? I'm going back through the old episodes and making clips. All right. And the new ones, oh, I'll get yeah. to those. Send, send when me, I get send to me them, all those then. I will 100 percent send them to you. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's all very, right. it's very time consuming. And uh, you know, it's me doing all the editing and shit like that. And it's like, yo, once I get done this shit, it takes about 
God, let me see about four hours to process the video. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and actually it takes about four, five hours to process the video, right? To compress it, to get it ready to put on YouTube, right? So just, just to, just to do, to save the audio, to get that ready for YouTube, that is uh, stripping. It takes about two and a half hours, you know what I'm saying? Two to three hours stripping it from uh, zoom. And then I got to, then I got to compress it, get it ready for podcast audio for my distribution. That takes about another hour and a half, right? Then it's yeah, the process yeah. of uploading it. That's why it doesn't come out instantly. And then the video is separate. So just to compress that video takes about five hours. Then to put it up on YouTube, takes another six hours, right? So that's why shit comes out a day later. I don't know what happened to your light, but it looks like you're like in the 80s sci-fi film right now, Sidera. Yeah, I'm stepping away for a minute. Oh, okay. Are oh, you getting the desk? <laughs> yeah, so that's why. So if you guys want pot, if you guys want clips, like they're coming, bro. They're coming. But um, yeah. listen, the people that already listen, they don't ask about that shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't ask about it. So I, you know, and they're the ones that leave comments. They're the ones that comment on the show. They're the ones that leave reviews. You know, so non-listeners, you know, that's like people that want you to give away free samples of your barbecue. Like how, like how? I do, I do, I do sometimes. I'm sick. I give away, I put yeah, but, tips up sometimes. But you, but you get a, you get a, a real small sample. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might, you might you know? get like one wing or something. But. I'm just saying, bro. It's like somebody's, no, no, let me get a plate. Let me get a plate. I ain't going to pay you though. No, no, you, you're, you're not getting the whole plate. Nah, you'll get, get, I get, one get, wing or one Let me get two red. wings. Let me get two wings and a sausage. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, you know, I, you know, and they, and they want but, you to, and they want you to bring them, they want you to bring them the one rib. Not, not nah. they're going to come to you. They want you to deliver them that one rib. That's me putting out clips for non-listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not worried about that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm cultivating our current core audience. You know what I'm saying? And, and we will be expanding. What you'll see once the springtime hits. You know what I'm saying? Once about May hits, you'll see advertisements. You'll see Instagram ads. You'll see. Facebook ads, you'll see YouTube ads for the podcast. Until then, and that's 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 me expanding the audience. That's me putting money in to advertising. You know what I'm saying? So, so I say it's just send some of the codes if you need some help. You know, holler the, at the that clips, the, the clips and shit like that. Those are just freebies, bro. I'm not worried about that, man. You know, that's that's what it is. But um, yeah, because and then like <laughs> I'm be honest, like the clips, the clips that I could put up, them shits is out of pocket, bro. You know what I'm saying? They out of pocket. That, 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 that's the, the best one. Shit. The best one. Well, I don't want my best shit going for free. You know, that's why I'm doing the old I, shit I first. You. you know, I, I, I you. ain't about to get my butthole stories for, 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 for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I came in at the right time. <laughs> but nah, so anyway, anyway, let's, let's get the show started. Uh, how's how's everybody's weekend going? Big weekend, NBA All-Star weekend, is it? No. no, it's next weekend. So next week, weekend. the teams were selected uh, yesterday, right the fuck. Uh, we have um, Super Bowl this today. Super Bowl is today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valentine's is tomorrow. Valentine's is tomorrow. Over- overrated. My brother's birthday is uh, Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? A lot going on, man. A lot going on. So um, how's your weekend, Jamal? You still some mute. You still muted, Sidera. Um, uh, my weekend was cool, man. Very relaxing. I ain't do like I said. I uh, wash my car in the driveway, you know, for the first time since I've been since I moved here. Mm-hmm. And I, now I can say I, I wash my car in my own driveway now without fucking going to the damn car wash. And it decides to fucking rain today. Good old Georgia weather. 
Did your kids help you? Yes and no. You know, they they help, but then they get tired. Like they they I watch my car and my wife's car. Uh, oh, so then outside. Yeah, that's actual work. They, <laughs> yeah. So then you know they came outside <clears throat> to help drive my wife's car, but you know they they like one window was like, all right, I'm tired, I'm done now. I'm gonna go you do something. You have to let else. them. You gotta let them do the fun job, like spray the cars down and like spray yeah, I was, them I was, down and then let listen, them rinse it off. When I when I was doing my car, because it was nice as shit yesterday. Yeah. When I was doing my car, I told them like, yo, go tell the kids to come outside, you know, because it's nice outside. It was like, oh no, we was outside yesterday. I don't want to go outside today. <laughs> yeah, you should be like, bring your asses outside now. I command. So, so I was like, all right, whatever. There and will then, be no you know, roadblocks, no Minecraft until you get your asses outside. Then when they uh, when I was started watching my wife's car, and then they wanted to come outside, and it took all long getting ready. By the time they came outside, I was I was done spraying the hose. I'm like, all right, well, help dry the car off. I'd have sprayed them. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Then they then they went and got some. They got we got these little small water guns. That, you know the little once you get like the dollar store or some shit oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Little, they went and filled them up with water and was shooting, running around the house. You know, having a water gun fight if you want to call it that. Oh, that's what's like, up. All right, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's lovely. That's lovely. Sadira, you're back. Or you did your desk get delivered? Okay. Yes, it's it's in the front hall. So yeah, I uh. I ordered myself a sit-to-stand desk because mm. um, I picked Those up a under yeah I picked up an under the desk treadmill so I don't uh, okay. sit at my desk all day. Look at you yeah. trying to be sedentary. So. <laughs> hold right. on, hold on. What's what's an under the desk treadmill? It's a treadmill that is- that's flat and, it, and you can put the handles down um, and you can stand at your desk and walk on it. So that's oh, why I got oh, a new shit. desk. That's what's yeah. up. That's pretty cool. I never knew they had those. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why teleworking is so great because a lot of times you don't have the opportunity to go to the gym. So you can get yeah. things like the treadmill or the bike that goes under your desk, um, all type of stuff, man. Or like the the uh, Swiss ball. That's a chair that, you know, works your core and things like that. Yeah, I've seen those the before, sta- yeah. To the stand desk. We had those um, at my last job in the Navy. A lot of guys had those. They want to be healthy. Not me. I was sitting on my ass because I went to the gym. <laughs> I went to the gym during the workday, so I didn't care. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, those desks are fucking great though. Cause it allows, like, yeah, if you're I'll send in, you a picture when I put my office back together. <laughs> like, yo, if, if you're in an office, if you're in an office, right, and you have a sit to stand desk and you stand up at your desk, yo, you feel like the boss. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can see what a boss is doing and you'd be like, hey, stop fucking playing solitaire. You know, like, <laughs> are you on Zillow? Did you complete that project I signed you? No? Well, then fucking log off, bitch. You know, and you can, you can just, you know, they're just like, yo, it's not even your desk and you don't work here. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're just in somebody else's office just being an asshole, you know. But I'm not. I'm sitting the sand desk are, are pretty, pretty amazing. You know, I'm, I'm, that's, all you, that's all you did this weekend? Well, what did I do? Yesterday. Yeah, because I got up and I started clearing out my office. I cleaned the carpet, moved all the furniture out. Um, yeah, I was doing actual work. Jesus and, Christ. About yeah. God damn. <laughs> and then that's why I said I, I can't hang out too long because I got to put the desk together, put my office back together. I still got to do face hair. Um, I still got to go food shopping. <laughs> so Man, you don't order your shit? I got like, no, I don't like people picking out my produce and my meats. I have to put Thank eyes you. on it. So. Thank you. I'm the I'm the same way. I because like when I go grocery shopping, I don't get the milk that's in the front. I get the one like all the exactly. way that, that, that yep. has the latest date on it. All black people do that. Yep. 
Then, like, even with the, uh, like, if I get, like, uh, oranges and pieces, I don't, I don't like them real soft. So, you know, I sit there and be squeezing them just to make sure they, yeah. I can't do that. that you can put those in the instructions for your, for your Instacart shopper to say, hey. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do this shit. Right. People are lazy. I, I, I placed an order at one time. And so, first of all, I ordered, it was two things. I, I had frozen salmon in my cart. And they put a pack of salmon in my cart that was already open, for one. And oh, then wow. I had... I would yes, order same. some mushrooms and they put mushrooms in the car that had, I, I know mushrooms already fungus, but it had extra fungus growing mm. on it. It's like you put bad mushrooms in my car. And had See, I not gone in you here, know the promise, you know, the promise, you know, the promise is y'all be having uh black Instacart shoppers. Me, I put specifically in my instructions. I don't want nobody black touching my groceries because they're going <laughs> to steal. That's, that's just me. And I always get white shoppers. You know what I'm saying? I'm joking. Right. I'm joking. I'm joking. Say, oh, I'm joking. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So when I do, <laughs> so when I do my shopping, I don't want you niggas touching, getting my groceries. That's some wild shit. I'm just saying, you know, you're going to order wings and not going to show up. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking wing shortage right now. You're going to order wings, cocoa butter, all the staple black groceries. They're not coming to your door. That's why you got to get a white shopper and be like, yo, I need yeah. lotion. Okay. You know, they don't use that shit, so it's always going to get there. You know That's exactly. a joke as well. That's a joke <laughs> as well. Why do we use lotion? All right. Christ, All right. Let, let me ask you, because you, you actually uh, do the, the Insta shopping shit. Yes, I so do. When you, uh, like, when you make, like, I guess, pick, like, your item, like, they, they, they get everything, like, you have to pick like the name of the item you want and stuff like that. Like if you want like suave lotion or some shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah so like, so, so I, I use, I use target and target. You pick out the actual products, right? So you go through targets, fucking whatever store is the store you want to shop from. You go through their yeah. list of sh available shit, you pick it and that's what goes in your cart. And then you can, uh, if they don't have it, they'll text you or call you and say, Hey, they don't have this. Do you want me to substitute it with something or do you want, nothing and you can just tell them yo get this instead or i don't want shit you know what i'm saying like the the, the guy the person that's actually buying your groceries are they in the store yes they're in the store like, hey they don't they're have in the store and they'll, 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 they'll send you a picture and they'll say hey they don't have this this is what they have and you can say okay i want that or i want that or whatever the case is you know what i'm saying and that's how target does it and then uh whole foods I mean, you can't go bad with whatever Whole Foods have. It's going to be quality products regardless. Um, but they'll do the same thing. They'll call you and they'll like video chat you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, this Whole Foods does the shopping for you. So when you go to Whole Foods, it's not somebody um, going into the store. It's Whole Foods themselves. You know what I'm saying? So they'll okay. send you a picture. They'll send you a video like, yo, this is what we have right now. What do you want? You know what I'm saying? Or they'll, or they'll, you know, so it's, I, and I, I ordered from Whole Foods. Um... Uh, Target um, and uh, I use um, I use uh, Postmates and Postmates is really good because they'll you know that it's, they're you know right with Uber and so they'll go ahead and um, let you know hey like we don't have this, this is what we have or you can just put the substitute if they don't have the item as well you know what I'm saying so you can say hey if they don't have this then get this or whatever or you can just say yo if they don't have it don't get shit else extra and the thing about it is right when they do that kind of stuff and they get the wrong item and put some dirty food in there all you got to do excuse me, is leave a complaint and it'll drop their rating. If they do something like gross like that, like give you open food or... But it don't help me in a moment. 
Yeah. No, you can. You can get a refund. She got to go back. She got to go back to the store and get the right shit anyway. Yeah. So you can get a refund on your stuff, and now it's free. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times they'll give you a. I got to go back. I might just went the first time I did so. No, because you didn't want to go the first time. You didn't want to get up off your ass. So me, when I have issues where they get the wrong thing, or if like you know they get some strawberries, I order fresh fruit every week because my daughter only eats the freshest fruits, right? And so if they give me strawberries and it's like. You know, one of them has like, you know, some mold on it or something like that. I just take a picture of it, send it in. I get my refund and they bring my motherfucking strawberries back, you know, and that's it. It's like, cause I don't, I know I'm not getting up. Like I know for a fact, <laughs> I'm not getting up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not leaving the house. I'm not going to the store. You know what I'm saying? So listen, I got, I got nothing but time. Like I used to go, you know, when I first, you know, moved here and shall go grocery shopping and. I'm walking down the street with a bunch of fucking bags and the bag rips. Yeah, I'm like, yo, fuck this, you know, or I got to like take an Uber there or Uber back or whatever. God, so I'm not getting on a fucking bus because I, you know, I didn't feel like I sold my cars before I came here. I wasn't buying another car. And so I'm like, you know what? I did it in Hawaii. I ordered my groceries. I'm like, I'll just do it here and just, you know, use Target. I get them shipped free, you know, so ain't no extra charge for me. And um, if I got an issue, I'll let them know, you know, and uh, most of the the people around here that I have, like, you get the same shoppers, so they know what you want and what you don't want. You know what I mean? Okay. And they'll tell you, like, hey, like, I know, um, you, like, you want this, and they don't have it, so I got this because this is what you normally always get or what you always put in for the substitute. And you're like, oh, shit, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Because they bring you shit all, like, I order every week. You know what I'm saying? So I get the same lady mm. and her son. When I have big orders, I get the same lady and her son. And uh, they get like a 30% tip because they got to bring mad groceries up two flights of, well, I got an elevator. They bring in mad groceries up two floors. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I get the same like Uber Eats, you know, dudes from the same restaurant. So everybody, you know, everybody is cool, man. They know me. They know you fuck my order up and give you a bad rating. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it is, man. But yeah, yeah. Grocery shopping. I'm going to try, try that shit one day. It's convenient, man. When you got them shits yeah. dropped off at your door. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'll use Amazon Fresh and I'll use Whole Foods through Amazon, but I'm not I'm not using Instacart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would use, because I think you got a Target near you. They do the same thing. They, they got shipped uh, and they're pretty yeah. good, man. I, I love them, man. Because I get like, I get like, I like Target because I can get like baby stuff, groceries, anything I want. You know what I'm saying? Like all in the same delivery, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah so let me tell you about my weekend. Let me tell you about my weekend. Let me tell you. First off, it's snowing here in D.C. And uh, that's kind of sus. You know, because it was like 60 <laughs> degrees last week and I was taking my daughter out. <laughs> First time took her out since I don't know when, like since Thanksgiving, essentially. Um, and now it's cold again. It's going to be snowing. It's going to be snowing today and it's cold all week. Uh, and then it's going to be like 50 degrees on Wednesday, uh, 60 up until Sunday. And then cold as fuck again on the days that I have her. So this is some bullshit because it's cold on the days that I have her. So she's stuck in the fucking house, and then it's nice um, when I don't. I'm going to just take her ass outside regardless, whether it's fucking cold or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she's going to say, put her, put her in that big-ass uh, thing you had in a glass winter or some shit, that big-ass winter yeah. suit. Yep. That, that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going to happen. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So uh, we got, um, because, you know, tomorrow, man, is uh, Valentine's Day, bro. So we'll get right into that. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day and Jamal. What are you doing for Valentine's Fucking Day? Thing. Fuck Valentine's Day. Oh shit. Here we go again. Why? Why? Why am I sitting there? Why am I sitting there picking one day 
to do something when Thank I do some fucking every damn week Thank or every other listen, day. I didn't need all that. that. I the didn't most, need all the that. Most all I might that. do, I might cook cook dinner or some shit, but all that buying flowers and cars and fuck out of here. So when the last time you bought your lady flowers? Last Valentine's Day. <laughs> but no, my thing, I, I keep telling her with flowers, I don't like buying flowers because they always die. That's not why she likes See, them. I used to I used to feel the same way. And then not why I she had likes to change them. my mind. And yeah. Well, no, she she's fine with it. She don't she don't mind like because she does the same thing. Don't when I, when I do get her flowers, when I do get her flowers, she's they, they sit on the uh the dresser or the nightstand, they die, she throws them away. And then and you get new flowers. flowers. And then you get new flowers. It's a recurring thing. You should you should you should have fresh flowers in the house. It brings life, it makes the shit feel alive. Do you have plants in the house? Like I got a yard. Plant some, plant some outside. Goddamn Then plant some outside for her. It should. You can do that. My kids. You know, my kids want to garden anyway. You know. Let me tell you, man. See this. This. See this. I know you don't fuck with Bruno Mars, man. You know what I'm saying. This I know you ain't no. You ain't no super soft, uh, lovely nigga like me. You know what I'm saying. You don't fuck with uh, the guy hey, Bruno Mars. You know what I'm saying. Because he made a song. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the song? Please, what's the song? Oh, I'm about to play it for you, ho. I'm about to play uh, it for I you. I guarantee it's one of the songs I like, too. Probably. That you don't actually listen to. You hear it. Do you just do you just listen to music or do you skim through it? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, my wife liked this song, too. It don't sound the same, Jamal. It, it damn sure don't. It just tears me down like road construction. I, 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 I show my love very good by getting up and going to fucking work. Well, get, your, get your brother, yo. Nope. It's too early. <laughs> I should have held your hand. You all my hours. When I had the chance, everybody, all you wanted to do was dance. This tripping. It's true, though. Yeah. But just, just like she danced with another man, he, he, he could dance with another woman. Fuck out of here. I'm just saying, bro, listen, women appreciate that kind of stuff. And yeah, flowers I, are I, one I, of the I, things I, they appreciate because you know why? Because a flower is precious. Just like a woman, you know, you know what's precious? My paycheck. Can, can I? Can I? That's, can that's I? Can I? The fucking flower. Can I finish my guy? About somebody flowers? woke up on the wrong side you know, of the pit. Flowers are precious, <laughs> just like so, a I'm, woman. I'm, 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 I'm they blossom. They blossom <laughs> and they bloom. Oh my gosh! Just like <laughs> a woman. This nigga been pissing me off all week. So I mean, I'm here Ooh, yesterday. Yeah, you, what man. You've been oh getting on me, you've been fucking with me all week, nigga. I'm here for shit today. How? Whoa, whoa, hold on. First of all, bro, I haven't been in the chat all week, dog. Nah, I haven't been in the chat all week. We, we go stop with these fucking these, uh, museum pictures for one, nigga. You getting out of hand with these shits right now. Oh, I so give it to you. Oh, so that's. No, 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 listen, 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 no, listen. I give it to you. Listen, hear me out. I'm giving it to you because you, you do be looking fresh. I give you that. I, 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 100% you be looking fresh. But, you know, the light be hitting your head. You be having a little gemstone in the middle right here and shit. And then with the whole Zion shit, nigga, that nigga is a fucking flop, yo. 
Yo, so, listen, I'm listen. We're gonna right. get into that too, because that's what no, that's, we're not that's, gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. You're not gonna disrespect Zion Williamson like that. I mean, that's what the fuck you're that not gonna do. A bus. All right, that's what that you're not gonna a do. Bus. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh flowers are uh, an analogy for women, man, because they they grow and they and they bloom and they blossom just like a woman. When she she when she blossoms, when she blossoms in your presence, when she opens up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking sexually. I'm talking about emotionally. That's because you yeah. are providing her with those nutrients, that sunlight, that water, that care. You know what I'm saying? That's a flower. And that's why you should get your lady flowers, you know? And you said the last time you bought her flowers and you know she likes flowers. She don't really, she don't, she don't really like flowers. She can, she can you, care you less sure, about them. You sure? Do you, do you yeah. give her a reason to like them? Maybe she doesn't like the fact that you don't like getting them. Because you've complained vocally and said, yo, I don't like it because they die and this and the third. So now she's like, you know what? I don't want you to have to get flowers because this is going to piss you off. So I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. It, it don't. It, I tell her all the time. She asks me. You know who, you, um, know, you, know, you know who would love it? You know who would love to see it? Your daughter. Kids. Yep. And that's yeah. why you should do it. I, uh, well, before we even, like, even got like to the date, seriously, I asked her about flowers. She was like, oh, I can care less. You know, if, if you get them, you get them. If not, if not. Because like, right, maybe because no one before her was getting them. Nigga, can I talk? No, because you try to fucking desire. <laughs> Go ahead. So, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> I express I don't, I don't have a problem buying them, but I'm like, I don't see the point because they, you know, they end up dying and you throw them, throw them away. She was like, yeah, that's why I really don't like flowers because I don't, you know, the, the whole green thumb thing. She's like, I don't have a green thumb and I'm not going to take care of them so they're going to die. So I really bought the flowers like that. Like I said, every now and then, I'll get her like a uh, rose or two, but nothing crazy. I'm too young, too dumb to realize. Hey, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's when, I mean, but just like Sidera, you said you didn't like flowers before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. For why that was same that? reason. For the, and so what changed your mind? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, once you start getting them, it's like, like you said, you learn to appreciate them and they are pretty mm-hmm. and they make you happy. And, they and then good. I started, they do smell good. And then I started getting into gardening and things like that. So I like having plants and flowers around the house. So. See, see, she started getting into gardening. So that makes sense. That's no, even like so. Doing. I still like a nice so bouquet what, of flowers what a, on the table. What a, what a, what <laughs> Me, I'm not They're getting pretty. a flower. No, <laughs> no. Listen, you don't have to. Not getting no. Don't have to go to shop right and go get, get some ten dollar flowers. Yeah. Because <laughs> because you just said you just said it would be good for your kids to see. Right. You have a son and a daughter, so they need <laughs> to see. See, you're gonna like my next, you're gonna like my next because I, I got a, a monologue that I'm gonna be doing, and you're gonna like it. You know what I'm saying? Because it tell it talks about what how we we kind of just quit like we got the job we got the job right we got the woman we got the man that we want we got the job and then we, and then we just phone it in after that we're just like okay no, i got I, you I, now i'm just gonna all the, all i'm just gonna do I, you know now nah, all the shit that i do did when, I, when i met her i still do just okay on a, so, on a higher on a higher playing field now because okay. now we live together i mm-hmm. like my money funds all this shit mm-hmm so, so do know, you think the only support and, she needs is financially? No, like even like she come home, have a hard day. I'm sitting there, I listen to her talk. I cook dinner uh, a couple couple times out of the week. You all, all barbecue something. Uh, I you know clean up. 
I, like I said, I washed the car yesterday. She knows that I don't have an issue doing anything. You have an issue buying flowers, though. You must have been sitting if, in my room if, the other night. If she, if she, if she <laughs> wants them, I'll, I'll get them. But she never expressed that. No, 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 no. And, and here's why. Because she knows that you have an issue buying flowers, right? And you don't get the point. But you know 98% of women like, like flowers. And if you got them, she knows that this isn't something that you normally do. And it's something that you don't understand. But you understand that she would appreciate it. And so you saying, you know what? I don't really understand this shit. But I'm going to do it because I know you're going to fucking like it. Even though it costs you nothing except the 10 bucks to buy the flowers, it don't really take no effort. It's like, I'm going to buy you flowers. I don't get this shit. It don't make sense to me, but I know you'll like it. And just seeing her happy should be enough. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy. And then your kids will see it like, oh, you know, mommy and daddy in love and blah, 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 blah. And then that's just reinforcing. Yeah, my, my, kid, my kids go ill when they see that shit. <laughs> and, that, and that's just, and that's just, and that's, but either way, it's good for the kids to see that because it's like, what, what's, their, what's their example of black love? They see black responsibility. They see you and your wife. They see, uh, you know, like ownership. They see uh all like the 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 hard shit you know what i'm saying like fucking grinding and struggling and coming up and fucking elevating yourselves financially things like that but what is their example of black love because you got the shirt on right dope black dad and you do all the great father, dad shit father, oh father right father, dope black father, father. Dope, same thing bro <clears throat> Nah, dope black father, bro. dope black father, right? So you got dope black father, right? And that is great. But how do you make yourself a dope black husband? By doing that little shit. It's just like putting this, bro. It's just like putting the fucking, the cumin in the barbecue sauce or the paprika <laughs> in the baked beans. When you put that paprika in the baked beans, you put that mustard in there. That's that little extra sauce that make them, be like, you know, it's like, damn, man, this nigga do all this shit. This motherfucker does all this shit, pays all these fucking bills, and this motherfucker hates flowers and bought me some goddamn flowers. I'm gonna suck his toes tonight. I'm gonna suck his toes tonight. Yeah, yeah, you get the divorce, you suck my feet. We get the divorce. <laughs> I've seen my feet, nigga. Hell no. But that's the thing. That's the thing, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like it. it you know, like just, it, just for you, Meech, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some. Don't buy them for me. Buy them for buy them for your wife. Take a picture. And, 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 and no, 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 no. And slocks and slocks. Do this too. Do this too, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the extra the extra icing. You buy your daughter some too. I, I, I do that. Too. I'll, yeah. I always do that. Well, on Valentine's Day, me and yeah. my son go out and get my wife my yeah. daughter some. So you already, so you already know. So then you should don't wait till fucking Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. So you 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 get them some flowers, but just do it like once a month, bro. It's easy as fuck. Or an SY me, Instacart motherfucker, you can order that shit. <laughs> you can order them shits, bro. When I buy flowers, I order them. I get them delivered right from fucking Safeway, right down the street. Give me a little bouquet and they come right to my because I like, you know, I'm a you know, I'm a that normally lives a solid solitary lifestyle, but flowers do cheer you up. You know what I'm saying? Flowers do cheer you up. You know, they, they make you happy. They elevate your mood automatically. And then you appreciate uh, the fleetingness because the beauty is only available for a limited amount of time, seven to 10 days, if you got the little sprinkle sauce, right? And so you appreciate them. What the fuck is the sprinkle sauce? The salt. The, the, it's like some plant food they give you in the flowers that makes them uh, live long. Because the flowers ain't oh dead when they cut them. They still live for like two more weeks. So if you have like the plant food, they can live for like two weeks. 
three weeks damn there. You know what I'm saying? And then some, you can just replant. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you get them right. Or you just buy, like, a nice little plant, like an orchid or something like that. Don't buy an orchid, because once they, once they go, I'm just saying coming back for, like, two years. But you get a plant that's, like, a, like a perennial or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's how you can get her into gardening or get the kids in the garden since they want to garden. You baby steps, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, that's that little free game for you, man. But, um, Sidera, you said you <laughs> like flowers. Um, you ever got a man flowers? No, I don't think so. How come nobody ever get man flowers? I don't know. I don't. I don't think men really. really <laughs> um, I don't think a, a lot. A lot of men. I don't think care, care less about flowers. Yeah. You know why? Because no one ever gets them for us. That is true. But if somebody went and got some flowers and said these are for you, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" You probably cry. Nigga, if anybody got me anything, I'm like, "Oh shit, thank you." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> it's like when when we get men gifts, right? Because it's Valentine's Day. We get men gifts. They're first off, gonna be honest, they're normally trash, or they're normally yes. uh, they're, they're normally uh, utilitarian uh, in use, right? So it's like uh, a tie, so I can wear this tie to work, some socks, so I can put these fucking work boots on and go to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like underwear. Or here, or take this drill and go fix something. Out. Yeah, here's, here's, here's a drill, right? <laughs> you know, it's like when, when, like okay, you can get dudes, dudes like flowers and candy. You know what I'm saying? You know, dudes or, eat candy. You can go on the Man Crates website and order something from there. We're not going to be advertising no uh, <laughs> websites that don't sponsor the podcast. But you can okay. go on the Man. No, I'm just joking. You can go on the Man Crates website and there's mad shit that dudes like, right? Like, yo, Jamal, I bought a whiskey making kit. That's a dope ass fucking uh, gift. You know what I'm saying? Or now, you get was like, that, was that for you or for him? <laughs> yo, oh, okay. or, or you get like, you get like, um. What the fuck, like a, like a new a new Xbox headset, bro? Like the wireless joint? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Something like that. Like, I'm pretty sure that's on the Man Crave website or whatever like that. Or just like some shit that we actually would like. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit like that, bro. And it's like, um, and we've talked about this shit. Every holiday, men get the short end of the stick when it comes to gift and we're expected to uh, do the most. But it's like, yo, like, men aren't hard to buy gifts for. You just got to know what we like. You know what I'm saying? At all. <laughs> like, for you, Jamal, get you, like, a dope-ass fitted hat or a custom fitted hat. You know what I'm saying? You be like, yo. And every time you put this hat on, you like, yo, my baby got me this, motherfucker. You know you what's know what crazy? Saying? You know how many times I express that to her? And her situation, her thing is, I don't know what hat to buy you. And I tell her all the time, you can go on there, I wear a size 8, whatever team. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. You, you, you can't go wrong with buying me a hat. Mm. I'm, I'm an emailer, dog. I'm an emailer. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> that's what you do. You go to my boy, Karim, uh, Vintage Head Crack, and then you get the initials of both the kids' names, and you put them on the hat, and you put their birth dates under the initials on the hat. Right there. Damn. Now you know she she got me a a, a bracelet like that mm -hmm. that has the, the kid's name on it and their, their birthdays on it. Talking about now you got the matching hat, bro. Now you got the hat to match. You know what I'm saying? Like Big said, red and black lumberjack style. You know, so that's the thing. But it's small stuff like that, man. Because you know I'm a, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. You know, normally I get terrible, terrible gifts, but I've gotten some good ones. You know, before. 
gotten some good ones before. She might, you know. she must be in the room with you. <laughs> no, she um is going to the gym, so she shook my hand to say goodbye, which is very she shook uh, your head. Yeah, that, <laughs> very professional. Huh? <laughs> it wasn't even like a, a real handshake. It was like <laughs> she, she gave you the, the lazy head, did she? <laughs> it was like shaking hands with Ricky Bobby or something like that. <laughs> Like I can pause the podcast and stop recording and give and give you a kiss goodbye. Uh huh. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, we'll have fun at the gym. Oh, it's Yanni. Oh shit, Yanni in the building. <laughs> Yanni came on here. It's like you ain't gonna say nothing disrespectful to my sister no more. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I'm I'm sorry, Sidera. No, uh, wrong, the... wrong words. Oh, I'm sorry. You did say I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Am I saying, what was I supposed to say? Don't say no. I, I apologize, I'm... bullshit. No, no I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, good. I'm sorry, Sidera. If I came off a little bit aggressive on the last, the last pod you was on, I didn't mean it that way, and I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. My feelings yeah. wasn't hurt though, but thank you. <laughs> No, boy, here's the thing, right? And that's and shout out to Gordon Nance, that fucking Nancy boy. Um, he was like, Hey man, I think you guys were a little rough. And I'm like, No, it's my sister. She knows that I care. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's the optic, and it's not just the conversation I'm having with you guys, it's the audience as well. And they don't know our relationship, they don't know you know everything. And so it's like, you know what? You're right. You know, and so once again, Gordon Nance, thank you for holding me accountable. <sighs> you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that, but that's what friends do. That's why it's good to have friends, you know, because they love to call you out on shit. This motherfucker Gordon going to send me a text message asking about how to operate a hookah. <laughs> yeah, I see that in the group chat. <laughs> There will be no G Tech slander, but when I got the text, I looked at it and I said, Yo, he is not serious. You know what I'm saying? He's and I didn't picture the group chat. Yeah, I didn't respond. I was like, I was like, I know he's not. I'm like, I know, I know he knows what the fuck a hookah does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or maybe he meant like when you smoke it, what it's supposed to do. It's the same as smoking any other tobacco or flavored tobacco. Back in the day, we were dirt bags. I smoked black and mouths. That's it. For me, for me, <laughs> it's like when you when you when you're out drinking, when you're out drinking and you're smoking hookah, it kind of mellows the buzz a little bit, man. Or if you smoke, because I mean, because all hookah doesn't have nicotine, so a lot of times in the in the in the hookah bars, those have nicotine, so it's technically a drug, right? Not like crack or nothing like that, but nicotine is like the best change your mood. Um, but I smoke this hookah. I smoke is uh, actually made from uh, molasses and uh, sugar leaves, so there's no nicotine, no tobacco at all. I'm I'm burning sugar. So my lungs are all fucked up, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that's what that is. But uh, yeah, man. So that that's it. But um, yeah, men like men like gift gifts like that, bro. So like what I was saying, Yo, like, I don't um, I don't know if she knows she muted or not. Yanni, you're muted. So whenever you want to uh, unmute, just unmute yourself. Um, yeah. So I've gotten some good gifts before. I've gotten some some custom made Clarks. You know what I'm saying? Great gift. I've like this watch right here. You know, shout out to shout out to Tamika. She got me this. You know what I'm saying? I got like um uh a, a, I've gotten like you know some I've gotten some terrible clothes, some terrible clothing gifts before. But if you simply look in my closet and get my size, you'll see what I like, what my style is. It just takes a little bit of effort. But um on Valentine's Day, and Sadira, I know you don't do this because you are light years beyond, right? You get niggas whiskey kits and shit. Um, 
men will have to go out and buy and break the bank and buy fucking Gucci, Louis Prada bags and trips and flowers, all this kind of shit. Put the rose petals on the floor. And when we ask, hey, what's our gift? It's just like the same you gift you've been getting. <laughs> she came out the back from a different lingerie. <laughs> the same, the same gift you've been getting uh this entire relationship. Sex. And it's like, hey man, <laughs> that's it. Like, yo, what the <laughs> hell? But you're getting dudes yeah, whiskey kits, you know what I'm saying? So I know that's beyond you, you know. But uh, we have Yanni here. We have Yanni here. Are you unmuted? Are you is your audio working? Uh yeah, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Well. All right, so um, Valentine's Day, yep, is around the corner. Uh, uh, what'd you get? What'd you get, Kevin? I got him a mini fridge for his computer desk. It holds six cans, and I'm gonna customize it with some um, decals. I'm gonna make on my Cricut. Give it to him. Look at these fucking thoughtful ass motherfuckers, man. I'm about to say, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. A fucking <laughs> mini fridge. About to tell my wife, step up game, bro. <laughs> hey, just have a list of the episode, bro. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it's just like, <laughs> it's shit like that. Like, bro, like, you think, like, you think, like, how much a motherfucker hates getting up to go to the refrigerator and get some shit? Or I got to call you and ask you, hey, babe, can you get me a, 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 I don't know what Kevin drinks, you know what I'm saying? A Bud Light, I guess. You know, whatever. That's, that's what I drink. <laughs> We like local beers, you know, we okay. in Charleston, so we got a bunch of... Yeah. See, ain't nobody drinking that water. But <laughs> I, I drink Bud Light. Respect, respect us like that. I don't, you know I don't drink beer, so... I mean, I haven't drank beer in a long, long, long time. And normally I drink Corona, so let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? But uh, when I was... When, I, when I'm drinking beer, just to drink beer, it's normally Bud Light, because that's what everybody brings. So it's like cheap as fuck. But... um. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's like super convenient. Man, you get a mini fridge, you can just reach in, grab whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep playing World of Warcraft and shit. Thoughtful shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, obviously, I can't ask what he got you right now because he hasn't gotten it yet, but what's something that he's gotten you before? That For was Valentine's like, that blew, you, that blew your mind. You was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker. Uh, he told me to buy what I wanted. <laughs> Kevin. He's really bad. Again. I don't. I don't know what he got me this year. Um, because he actually did go to the store. We went to a perfume place, and I smelled a few things, and I had the girl write that, write it down on a strip mm -hmm. and give it to him. And then um, I saw a charge in our Amex at a store that I don't like, and I wasn't there for it. So I suppose he bought something there, but I don't know. Mm. Mm. I'm not That's about up. it. I mean, I. I uh, I'm constantly like getting what what I want for myself, so he doesn't have to worry about it. So, so here's a question for you. See, no, that, that's not good though. What's not good? Uh, well, she no, gotta, it's, she no, got to buy stuff herself, so he like no. he can't buy it for her type thing. Well, no, it's, like, it's not he that. Don't, it, he don't know. Got to got to put some thought into it. Well, he has worked shift work for our entire ten year marriage, mm -hmm. so if he's not sleeping, he's working. Yeah. And he don't like buying nothing on Amazon because, I mean, I'm always on Amazon, so I'm going to see it. So there's no surprise there. Yeah. So um, I'm fine. Yeah. He would rather. Uh, <laughs> He's fucked. I mean, like, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, so, that nigga's in the bad spot. <laughs> but no, but also, like, when he's off of work, I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't have to take care of Kennedy. 
You know, I don't have to do anything with the dog because when he's off of work, I can sit on the couch and drink coffee. He take care of everything. I would rather have him do that than surprise me randomly or surprise me with a gift on Valentine's Day. So, so here's a question. Okay. What are your thoughts on flowers? Do you like flowers? No, they die. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, talk that's what I'm talking about. Talk that shit. Uh, yeah. You know what else is going to? You know what else is going to die? A what? fucking dog, but you still got one of those two. Yeah, but that was for me, but that's okay. But the only flower that I care about that he has ever given me was the one from grandma's funeral. Mm -hmm. He took it, he dried it, he pressed it into a frame with her uh, obituary picture and the poem that was in it, and he gave that to me. That's the only flower I care about. Okay. But enough, so yeah, I, you know, because like, the like reason, like you said, you don't like flowers is the same reason that Sadira said she didn't like flowers originally. Same reason why Jamal didn't like them. I'm a flower guy. I'm a romantic motherfucker, so I like flowers. Um, I mean, Kevin got a flower on his computer desk because he wanted one. He yeah. was like, "Babe, I want a flower for my desk." I was like, "Okay." So I is it a real flower or a fake flower? It's real. He watered that thing. I didn't even know it was still alive. Yeah, they stay alive for for a while when you take care of them. Yeah, I bought. I went to Walmart, or not Walmart. I went to um, Home Depot because he said he wanted flowers, well, and I bought him a flowers. flower, and I bought him a cute flower pot. Home Depot got the best flowers, yeah. man. Yeah, the whole time, like, this, thing, this thing want a goddamn flower. Fuck this thing want a fucking flower for? <laughs> because you get to appreciate <laughs> it. You, you can say it, don't worry about it. You can say it. This, this is the same space. You can say it. Well, Yanni doesn't use the N word because she's. Uh, a good person, unlike us. <laughs> and uh, yo, like you appreciate, you appreciate its beauty for what it is. And it, it just, it makes you, I'm telling you, bro, like when I have flowers in the house and you watch the life cycle of the flower, it just makes you appreciate shit more. Like my daughter don't know the fucking flowers, but she likes me having flowers in the house. She's like, ah, and trying to grab them and shit. I let her take a little petal or whatever. And she tries to eat it and shit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's good. It's good to see. And you, what you having a daughter is in kids, just period. It's good to see, uh, hey, I'm getting mom flowers, you know, things like that. Just doing a nice little romantic things because you got to train them on how to be a husband, you know? Paying the bills is easy. What's hard is doing no, a little shit. <laughs> no, it ain't. If you got a job, paying the bills is easy. If you can support yourself, paying the bills is easy, you know? Doing the little shit that takes that little bit of effort you know, like, yo, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna fucking buy some flowers, bro. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, you know. That that takes a lot of effort, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, but yeah, I mean, you know, Valentine's Day, I'm not saying fucking go only do one thing per year, you know, because you should always be doing something for your partner. My next monologue that I have coming in out on Wednesday, uh, we talk about the ABCs, right? And for you guys that um, if you ever worked in sales, you understand ABCs always be closing. But there's another ABC acronym and it's always be catering, you know, and you should always be catering to your partner, whether you're a man or a woman, just like Beyonce and them said, let me cater to you. I, you know, I've, I've made the joke about us doing a million things and we can't get a fucking sandwich made. Right. Um, but it's like, yo, put the chips in them. <laughs> put the chips in it. But it's like, yo, um, you have to be catering uh, to your partner. That doesn't mean you're simping, you know. That doesn't mean you're spoiling them, but it's like, yo, little things like what Yanni said, hey, when Kevin's not at work, he comes and does the things with the dog or takes uh, care of, of the child, things like that, because, you know, she's been doing that 
all fucking day and could really appreciate this little ass break. And it's like, yo, that means a lot. That's catering to this person because there's no self-care in a relationship. Everything is together, but that gives her time to take a breather, to kind of recuperate, you know, regroup and recharge her batteries because she's going to have all these duties for the rest of the time when you're at work, you know, just shit like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your man likes whiskey and you buy them a fucking whiskey set and then you can watch the whole entire process and just gain an appreciation for, for, for what goes on and you can make something and build something for men. We like to create and for us to be able to make something uh, just from nothing. And then someone, you know, help us do that. It's like, yo, I appreciate that. You helped me create this. Now we're going to sit here and drink this whiskey that I made that you got for me because I didn't have the shit before you did it. You know what I'm saying? And you said, hey, get at it. You know what I mean? And I made it. And we're enjoying it together. You know? And it's like, that's one of the ways you cater to your partner because you got to cater to their needs. You also have to cater to their ego, you know? And so reminding them that, hey, you're beautiful. Uh, you know, I appreciate the shit you do around the house with the kids. And for men, it's like, yo, you know what? I know you're going out and you're busting your ass 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Uh, you know, me and the kids really appreciate that. You know, here's a new uh, Xbox Live headset. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, you know what? Uh, I got you a new fitted hat. You know what I'm saying? In my case, it's like, yo, you know what? Uh, I got you some new Clarks or some Dr. Scholes and Souls or something like that. You know, it's like you have to be catering to your partner, to their needs and to their ego to let them know that, hey, I chose you for a reason. You chose me for a reason. The shit that we did to get this person, you know, we're going to keep doing, but that doesn't mean you don't step it up. Like you have to continue to evolve as a person and as a partnership, as a couple, you know, and you have to be always catering, always be catering, you know what I mean? To that partner, because you have to always be caring and that's showing that you care you know, is by catering to their needs and catering to their ego. We all have an ego. Not saying that it's um, conceited or anything like that, but we all like to be appreciated. And that's something that we all talked about is that a lot of times what doesn't work for us in relationships is when we don't feel appreciated, when we don't feel valued. And if you're catering to someone, you're going to make sure that they feel valued. You're going to make sure that they feel uh, desired. You're going to make sure that they feel wanted, they feel appreciated, you know? And so that's why I'm like, Yo, the flowers mean something. And the flowers could be anything. Let's say she likes Reese cups, right? And you come home who from work. Who don't who don't like Reese cups, man? Come on now. But, okay, surprised. all right. Let's not. And, and, I was going to say, and you know, you know, she likes something that's mad small, right? But it's just out of the way. Be, you know, it's not something that she can just readily get. It's like, you know what? I, I want a like, bouquet of mini liquor bottles. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. It's like, you know, I, I know you like that. Or I know, I know you like the fucking um, uh, Girl Scout cookies or something like that. So I'm going to go order these shits and get them for you because I know you like them shits. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm going to always be catering to you because I want you to know that I care. You know? And you that's, know, that's what I mean. Kevin surprised me with um, chocolates. We were at the food store. And I walked by some dark chocolate, salted caramel, whatever chocolates. I was like, ooh, that looked good. And like two days later, he surprised me with them. Mm -hmm. um, he was just like, here, I saw you look at these. So I went and got them. And I was like, oh, that was so sweet. I just you need know? you to clone Kevin and send it over here. I told you, let me hook you up with a white tee. <laughs> a what? 
got a YT. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Pro-Black. Also, hold on. Okay. Let me clarify this, because because the last podcast, we were talking about being pro-Black, and could you be pro-Black and marry outside your race or this my outside your race? My brother, JR, Jeffrey Edmonds, uh, co-contributor to the podcast, took great exception to that. He was hot. He was, wasn't he? And uh, listen, man, listen, I want to take this time and be serious for a second um, and clarify these statements, all right? To me, me, so for me, I could not say I'm pro-Black if I didn't make a Black family, right? If I didn't go out and find a Black wife and make Black children, right? That's how I measure my Blackness, right? Because the most pro-Black thing that I can do is create a black family and nurture black children, right? If you are a black person or you're a white person or you're mixed or you're Asian or you're fucking Martian, listen, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because you, you quantify and you qualify whatever it is that you are yourself it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks right and so the thing is, is that can you be pro-black and date somebody outside your race sure but the most pro-black thing you could do is to make black children that doesn't mean you're not pro-black at all it just you tell that- me my baby ain't black your baby oh, no. is- I'm, I'm, playing I'm, playing, I'm playing with you i'm playing with you tj she married to a Caucasian uh, man. Yeah, me? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, he swear he's Mexican now, but he not. Huh? He swear he's Mexican now because he's from Southern California. But 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 he's white. Yeah. yeah very. Okay, so can, can I ask you, uh, it's not a personal, can I, let me ask you a question. That is a personal question. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm about to ask is not personal, but it's, it's, it's just something funny I, I just want to ask. Huh. Um, so say y'all driving down the road, right? And a black mm-hmm. person cuts him off. He mm-hmm. says, you fucking nigger. What do you do? He, he would never say that. that. He would never. He would never say that. I don't even have to worry about that. He was raised better. How, how, how do you know he would never say it? Listen, you got three people telling you. He would never say it. He was raised better. I, okay. I don't oh, know oh, how oh, to oh, explain oh. to you how I know he would never say that, but he would never say that. Yeah. Okay. He would never say that. In the off chance, you know, Stars line up the right way, and he says it. What do you do? He would never I would say tell it. him not to say it. Yeah, I would explain to him why. Like, but he has more respect for me and people in general to ever say that. Yeah, he would never say it. Okay. Yeah. When when, when, it, when it happens, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> we got to come to the screen. Yeah. No, I mean, this this is the thing, right? This is the thing. And I I get what you're saying, Jamal. I totally understand what you're saying. Um and there are people that you will meet in life, right? That just don't use that type of language. Like I have, I have black friends that don't say the N word. They don't use any kind of racial slurs or epithets at all because they are just, they don't curse. They're just those types of folks. You know what I'm saying? And like all white people don't secretly use the N word. You know what I'm saying? I would Did venture to say, I would venture to say that. I would venture to say that most don't. You know what I'm saying? I would say 51% of white people, maybe probably more, don't use the N-word. You know what I'm saying? Does, does he listen to rap music? Kevin? 
Yeah, does he listen, does he listen to rap music? Not really. He yeah, like to rock, metal, eighties yeah. stuff. Like it's, I'm saying right now, and you'll learn this, Jamal, when you get some white friends. You know, that's also something we talked about. You don't have no, any white friends, so you don't understand that white people are not a monolith. You know what I'm saying? So just like there's many shades of blackness, there's many yeah. shades of white people. You know. And you have some white people, and I'm going to say most white people don't use the N-word. Most white people aren't racist. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, you know, I know that, like that, you know. But I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying, like, we've all encountered the wild shit. It's like you had the wild neighbors, and I've had wild people. I worked in the Navy. But it's like, yo, most white folks don't talk like that, you know? And because um, they know. It's like, yo, what the, it's like they know. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin will never say that. That's never been something I've ever been worried about. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, like that's 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 a funny question. But uh, for him, nah. <laughs> I, I, yo, he that motherfucker might say some goddamn uh, curse word in like Orcish or like Elvish or something like that. Some Lord of the Rings shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before he used that kind of shit. Dog. <laughs> you might like wrong, you might like fucking cast a spell on him or something like that, some fucking Dungeons and Dragons shit. But I highly doubt you know he'd do some shit like that. This dude LARPs, dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You vote for Trump. <laughs> he does not LARP. Everybody sorry, at Power School. Everybody at Power School LARPed. <laughs> what are you talking about? And if you don't know what LARPing is, LARPing is live action role playing. It's when you're pretending to be a fucking knight or an elf or whatever the fuck, <laughs> walking around with styrofoam fucking swords and uh, like stabbing people with them. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, you cut my arm off. Oh, you cut like my leg. Like old boy from No, it's exactly like that, you know? And that's what all nukes do in power school. You have to do it at least once. That's how you pass. You know what I'm saying? We did. We did. Uh, not really. That was okay. I mean, shout out to Kevin in the back. I'm glad you heard me defending him. I'm glad you heard me defending his honor. He didn't you know hear that part. He walked in at the end. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. And you could tell him later. But yeah, that's the thing, you know. And and it's not. I'm. It's nothing to be. Larping is cool. You know what I'm saying? Do what you like. You know, we play paintball. That's larping. You thinking you play a Call of Duty? You know what I'm saying? You out there, you out there serious as fuck. Rolling the ground you know, and shit. We in the dirt, dressed in camouflage, playing paintball is no different than LARPing, dog. That's all yeah, it we is. We need to bring, we need to bring that back too. Man. I mean, y'all know you, y'all got the backyards and shit. You know what I'm saying? We can shoot that motherfucker up. But <laughs> yeah. So Yanni is a no on the flowers. Me and Sidera team flowers, gang, gang. You know, but that's what's up. So, so since you know, okay, so. We talked a little bit about ethnicity. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with uh, Mike McDaniel. He's a new coach hired by the Miami Dolphins. Um, and he was asked, you know, because Brian Flores was the old coach who was uh, saying that the NFL is racist and they don't want to hire black coaches. Uh, Brian Flores is not black. Brian Flores is uh, Honduran. He speaks Spanish. He's married to a Spanish wife. They have little Spanish kids. But Brian, <laughs> Brian Flores is dark-skinned, so he's playing a black card, right? And he's, and he, and he's uh, okay. trying to say, okay, they're not honoring the Rooney rule and things like that, and they hired the other coach before they interviewed me, so it was no reason to interview me at all. And, hey, man, too bad, right? Because Brian Flores should not have been a head coach, period, and we, always, we already been through this last week. He did, he did um, a good job with Miami, though. They were losers. 
he has a losing record. Uh, so Brian Flores, uh, never been an assistant coach, never been, never been like a head assistant coach, never been an office of defense coordinator, should not have been a head coach. He was only a position coach under Belichick, and that's why he got the job. He got Belichick privilege, right? So now Mike McDaniel got hired, a guy who's been an office coordinator, and people are asking about his ethnicity. And uh, he said, hey, um, I identify as a human being, but my father is black. Um, and he said, yeah, I've never really experienced racism. He said he, 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 he saw it through his mother because she dealt with racism from being married to a black man. And he saw his father go through it um, because he's a black man married to a white woman. And he's like, hey, but me personally, I never experienced racism because most people assume I'm white. So I didn't have to deal with it, you know? But he said, hey, I'm proud of my father and I'm proud of my mother and I'm proud of my background. But he's like, I identify as being a human being. And so all the woke black people said, oh, he's not black. He's not black. He's denying his blackness. You know, he's denying his blackness. He ain't one of us. You know, shout out to Jamel Hill, one of those, you know, and um, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying she, you know, she's always on this woke shit, but he, he, he's not black enough, but Colin Kaepernick is black and they're the same shade same, of yellow, yeah. you know, but what it is is that I only bring this up because people got to understand black people are not a monolith. Right. We all don't share the same experience. We all don't same the same black experience. And if this guy has been looking white his whole life and never had to deal with racism, why the fuck would he ever come out and say, yo, I'm black? You know what I'm saying? When that's just going to bring problems. When he can just be like, yo, I'm a regular dude and just not say shit and just go through life without those issues. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking stupid. Right. And so now you got. All these folks, you know, trying to say, oh, well, he's not a he's not a black coach, you know, but if this if, if we're going by blood, he's half yeah. black. If you yeah. just look at how he looks like, he looks like a regular white dude with a tan, you know. He's the same shade as Kaepernick, essentially, but he has straight hair, you know, and that's the only difference. And so um, my whole thing is like, listen, man, you know, I said at the end of all the podcasts, you know, fuck being woke. Should never been sleep. Listen, all you blacks out there, y'all need to wake the fuck up. Everybody ain't as black as you, you know? Everybody doesn't share your same experience. And uh, it, it's not up to us, you know, to, to, you know, discredit somebody because they're like, hey, I didn't grow up dealing with racism and oppression. It is what it is, you know? Because it's like, if I was born in Africa and I'm in a predominantly black country where predominantly black folks and I didn't deal with racism and oppression, does that make me less black? I, you know, because that's a common yeah, but, experience for people. Yeah, but I, but I guess they, they took it when he said that because, you know, he, he looks white, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's why he hasn't dealt with racism because he looks white. No, that you know is why, that's, as he said, that's why he hasn't dealt with it because yeah, so everybody I guess took that assumes to he's white. Yeah, so they, you know, they that kind of rubbed in the wrong way. Him saying that, but at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. Like he, as like you said, I'm, I don't identify as either. I'm a human being. I, I like, I'm cool with being biracial. So, all right, cool. You biracial, nigga. Have a good one. <laughs> so, both of you guys are light skin. What do you think about this? Who light skin? Both of y'all. <laughs> 
I was about to say, who you talking to? And I mean, Yanni, you have, you have, um, you know, uh, an opinion I care about because you have a biracial child, you know, and your child may be in a Mike McDaniel situation someday, you know. Bad. And Sadira, this is something that we've talked about with, uh, with, with, with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and and you know, and I've talked about it myself when I was in the stepdaddy role, and I dated a woman that had a uh, her daughter was, she was half black, half white, and her, her ex husband was full Puerto Rican, but they were both raised by whites, white parents. I want to say whites, both raised by white parents, and so the daughter was only a quarter black, three quarters white, and had no idea. She had any black in her and thought she was white, you know, and then I come into town <laughs> with a whole bunch of cocoa butter, you know, like, who, who is this nigga? <laughs> Basically, you know, but, uh, but that's something we've all talked about, you know, but, um, do, I mean, but you guys understand, like people try to link this to colorism and that's what, uh, JR uh, was talking about was like, it's a colorist issue, you know, when we were talking about our other shit. I don't think it's a colorism issue. I just think people are fucking retarded, you know? And then to go back to the pro-black shit, um, I don't think it's a colorist issue. I just think it's, you know, black has an entire spectrum. Do I consider Mike McDaniels black? No. Do I consider him anything else? No, I consider him whatever he tells me that he is because you self-identify. So you tell me what you are and I will acknowledge and respect that. If you tell me you're biracial, cool. Embrace both of those motherfucking races and teach me about both of those cultures because I don't really believe in race like that. I believe in cultural, uh, ethnicity, that kind of shit, right? So whatever your ethnicity is, yo, be both of them. Teach me about the shit. Embrace them. I'm cool as long as you're cool with it. You know what I'm saying? You like it, I love it. That's it. You know, but, um, and that's the thing, man. So uh, what, are, what, are, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, just identifying as one or the other? <laughs> Or are you allowed as a black person to actually be biracial and proud? I think think there's, I know, I I think there's levels to it. Um, Because especially being, you know, the, the, the black and white mix, because white is already so prevalent and so dominant. And it's like, what, what are you really proud of at that point proud um, of winning nigga that's what's up <laughs> <laughs> but, but the black years side, <laughs> right i mean yeah but the black side there's so much culture and so much history behind it that like that mm-hmm. you have more to be proud of so is i don't know it's, it's hard to say i mean like um take history I, I it's think, like history month right right it, it's black history month and they're learning about, you know, people. And Kennedy came home with his list of Black history people, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, Harriet Tubman, all those people, right? And I'm like, you not doing those people. Because we learn about those people. Those people are overdone. You know, you're going to have people fighting over Martin Luther King. <laughs> you're going to do Fred Hampton, you know? And he came home. And he was like, uh, my teacher said there's not enough information on... Uh, Fred Hampton, so he's doing Huey P. Newton or whatever. So he's learning about all this stuff that, you know, Huey P. Newton did for his community and the Black Panther Party Huey and all that P. type Newton of stuff. cooperated with the government. He shouldn't do Huey Newton. Well, that's who he got approved. He's, that's who he got approved. <laughs> There's what? 
and that's that's what he's what, learning. What, what's what's his teacher's name? I want to talk to them. They just had a whole goddamn movie about Fred Hampton. You know why there's no you know why there's no Huey P. P. Newton uh, new movies because he worked with the government. He worked with the FBI. That's why. Fred is, Hampton, is this chairman, white or black? chairman Fred Hampton, white. The but person that's that the the, the, the youngest leader, the youngest leader, because you know you know what it is because he wants him to do with somebody that's more acceptable, and Huey P. Newton is by right. motherfucking racial. That's why. So he's light-skinned, so he's more... When, so, when so he he more. said that there wasn't enough information on Fred Hampton, I'm like, there's not enough information in your school that is appropriate or that they deem appropriate for you to do on Fred Hampton. That's what it that, is. That's what like, it is. That's, I that's already know that. That's yeah, what it is. Like, Talk to him, Yanni. So, like, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, so he's learning about all the stuff that Huey P. Newton did for history. So he's coming home and he's asking questions about, you know, the other day he asked... Um, were my ancestors slaves? And I was like, you know, probably yes, on mommy's side, you know, that probably happened, you know? So he has questions about who he is as a black person mm -hmm. that I answer. And that's why, like, um, I told you in the family chat, I was like, that's why I insist on a diverse area for him to grow up in. Yeah. Because he needs to know that, you know, there are black people, there are people that look like him. We went to his little league tryouts yesterday and I'm looking around and I'm like, Kevin, do you see any more color people here? Sorry, I used to work color. So, like, That's still appropriate. <laughs> I was like, do you see any more <laughs> color people here? And so we looked around and we saw a few and we're like, okay, well maybe, oh, there's a black coach. So like maybe there will be people that look like him here because that's important. He's surrounded by white people 98% of the time. So if I can find, you know, some black people for him to hang out with and get the different part of his culture is very important for me. Otherwise, he's just getting whitewashed. Can I interrupt you for a second? I was done. No, no, no. Hold on. I don't know if you guys can see this because there's a window right here. There's somebody that's walking their dog. In the world? <laughs> there's somebody walking their dog. Die. There's somebody walk that, that was walking their dog, right? can't hear you. TJ about to die, y'all. We can't hear can't you, TJ. Oh, there's a weird person walking their dog, and now we can't hear him? You muted. You are muted, Mortorian. No, oh, this is can't, can't hear you. <laughs> Getting up is Fix your shit. <laughs> See what happens when you do a podcast with colored people? <laughs> mm -hmm. See, nothing. Still can't, can't hear. You. hear. <clears throat> we still can't hear you. I can't even see him. You can, what do you mean you can't see me? You can't oh, hear there me. There you are. Yeah. You go. Oh, look. look, there he is. Hold on. Now we can't hear you again. You teach him about gravity. Oh my back! So I hit the mute button. Oh yeah. So yeah, so there's a person <laughs> that's out here that's um that was walking their dog, right? And uh it's like a woody part of the park where it's like mad trees, woods and shit like that. And their dog took a shit in this woody part that nobody walks in, right? And their dog is right here taking a shit. And I'm like, this motherfucker ain't picking up that dude, that dog doo-doo. And I'm looking at the dog taking shit, and it's like not a solid shit, it's like a little wet shit. 
like first of all those. why are you looking at that right. because it's right next to the fucking window and the window is open i'm watching it snow i'm sorry i like the snow and um they pulled out a plastic bag out of their fucking pocket and picked up that wet clump Hell. of dirt you know so hey listen shout out to white people man that's what I'm you're supposed to do because a black person would never did that you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, they That's not have. true. That's not uh, true. No, no, no. You guys would. I've seen. I've seen. Why are we not picking up our dog poop? Not out of the woods. I'm saying if if, it's, if people can see you, yes, you'll pick it up. But if you are in the fucking woods where no one can see you and it's leaves the or in the woods, don't put your cart back at the shopping mall, aren't you? <laughs> I don't use um you missed the whole part. I don't use a cart when I shop yeah. because I get everything delivered. He don't he don't he too good to go shopping. Mm. He he get that shit delivered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bougie Bay over here. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So yeah, uh, I you know, I get my shit delivered, you know what I'm saying? So just like what's that motherfucker? I am delivered. That's what my grocers be saying. <laughs> I am delivered. <laughs> hey, hey, I got I got a I got a question. Meach, we kind of touched this shit on this a while ago off the pod, but uh, you know, with the whole black and white culture thing. What is what is actually like white culture? I can answer that question, but I'll let Yanni go first because I'm sending somebody an invite. I don't know. What's white culture? Well, here's the thing, right? That's an oxymoron. Okay, aliens in the building. That's an oxymoron. There is no such thing as white culture, all yeah. right? Because white is a race. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a color, mm -hmm. not an actual culture, right? Yeah, you got to break it down. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, that, so that's like, because when they, when they created race, right, they said, okay, we got Caucasoids, we have Mongoloids, we have Negroids, right? You can't <laughs> say, like, what's Mongoloid culture or what's, you know, oriental culture the word they used back then or even like what's asian culture is it encompasses all of the asian countries right so you can't just pinpoint if you say what's white culture are you talking about american culture or are you talking about european culture you know what i'm okay, saying well, to, to, to the thing. so the okay. thing and, and that's so why and that's why that's why i say hey man um race is a construct it is a construct made by men to classify other men in order to oppress them and subjugate them race has only been used to oppress nobody ever said we're going to classify you in races and say we're all equal it's only to i'm going to classify you in races and this race is superior and the rest of you motherfuckers fall down uh in the pecking order that's the only time it's been used we talk about culture ethnicity that is what you identify as so if i'm quote-unquote white no, I don't care about that. Are you Irish? Are you German? Are you fucking Scandinavian? Are you fucking uh, British? Are you Australian? That is your culture. That is your cultural identity or your ethnic identity. So that is what white culture is. If we're talking about American culture, that's just American culture. So if it's a white person in America, then their culture is American culture. That's it. Or if you're a white person that can identify with your roots, and say, hey, my grandparents are from Ireland, they're from Italy, then you can now tell me, or you can identify with Italian traditions, with German traditions, with Irish traditions, with Scottish traditions, things of that nature. So that is your cultural or your ethnic identity. You know, so when people say, hey, I'm white, to me, that just means you lack culture. You, you don't know where the fuck you're from because you would never say, I'm a white guy. You say, no, I'm Irish or I'm German or I'm this or I'm that. You know, unless your shit's been watered down, then you say, yo, okay, I'm just white. Or I'm American. That's my fucking culture. That's what, if you're a white person in America and someone asks you that shit and they say, say you're white, say no, bitch, I'm American. 
You see what the fuck we did? 200 fucking years of winning, bitch. That's American culture, motherfucker. Hamburgers and freedom, bitch. That's what that's fucking American <laughs> culture, you know. And that and so for you white folks out there that are listening, don't let motherfuckers call you white. Be like, yo, I am this is what I am. You know, white is just the color because you ain't really white, you're kind of beige. You know what I'm saying? So you're not really white. Okay, but Torian, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Can y'all hear me? We can hear yeah. you. No oh, one knows okay, who this okay. is because we have not even said you're on a podcast yet. So we just had a new uh, new challenger into the fray. It's uh, Aileen Williams, uh, much requested guest. Uh, she is back. She is calling from her car. She has like birthday balloons in the back. Okay. Go. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. First of all, the balloons in my fucking car, okay? <laughs> Let me just say, Valentine's Day is one of the most overrated days <laughs> I've ever experienced. Yo, yo, that's what I'm talking and about. And I'm going to tell you something else. And I'm going to tell you something else. And I'm going to tell you something tell else. Tell them why you mad, the son. Reason, tell them why you mad. The, the reason why I got up this morning with the most horrendous headache is because I'm getting phone calls out the wazoo from Party City because I am the best, best shipped person they have, okay? When I deliver my balloons, they don't smell like weed. That's number one. <laughs> and number two, people love me. Like, they call in there and seriously request me. So I was pissed off a little bit, but I really can't be that I got out of my bed this morning, had every intentions of joining the podcast this morning, but when money talks, I go. You understand me? And yeah. <laughs> I'm being paid $60 to deliver these balloons. I can't make this hey, shit up. Let me, let me ask you a question, Aileen. Do you like flowers? No. <laughs> no talking about. So why don't you like flowers? That's what like I'm talking about. Because Listen, I'm not fucking dead. That's why I don't like flowers. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something real. I'm going to tell you something real. Okay? In my line of work, it's my job to know the facts. And the fact is, Valentine's Day, just in that day, people spend over $20 billion. You understand what I'm saying? B with a B. Capital. Capital B. Capitalize that shit. People spend billions of dollars on that one day to prove that to prove your worth to your side hey. chick your side nigga or your main chick your main nigga or both it's a waste <laughs> of money it's a waste of money if my Thank husband you. buys me flowers i ask him what did you do why are you buying me flowers? Yo, it's a this, whole this argument. It's a whole about. argument. Because I, my see, thing is, <laughs> my thing is, it's a waste. It's a waste of money. I just, I'm gonna tell you something. I just delivered two bundles of balloons, and I cannot make this shit up. I do pay me twenty dollars to deliver these balloons. Then he cash at me. <clears throat> Not cash at me, excuse me. He PayPal me fifteen dollars for a tip. So you pay me thirty five dollars to to deliver Valentine's Day balloons, and now I'm on my second run to deliver these balloons that I'm also being paid thirty dollars to deliver balloons. So again, I made sixty dollars in one hour delivering balloons this morning. That's pretty so, good. So like I 
say I can be mad, but I can't be mad because you know what? Yeah. Hey, if you want to spend the money, I'm here for the fuck shit. Okay. I'm here for the fuck uh, shit because that's listen. what it is. It's fuck shit. But back to the, <laughs> back to the yeah, topic and off my rant. No, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick though. <laughs> uh, Yanni and Aline, I want to thank y'all. Salute y'all. I fucked with y'all the long way. I appreciate it. Uh, because oh, they don't like flowers. Thank no, you. Damn I'm saying right. this because they own my point. That's what I'm talking because, about. No, because you're all I saying, oh, because they, okay, so we always talk about giving people their flowers while they're alive, right? So why does why doesn't we why don't we actually apply that uh to actual fucking life? You know, and my and, thing is is like, hey, um, flowers are a temporary <laughs> thing right yes. uh you appreciate yes. them for the lifespan for however it is you know long they last but for me it reminds me to appreciate the things that i have while i have them because that time yes. is fleeting right and i'm not i'm not saying get flowers on valentine's day i don't like that at all i'm talking about get flowers if i'm on the way home to work and i stop by the grocery store to get some hot sauce i should grab you some flowers you know cuz it's like hey this little ass bit of effort that i'm doing will mean something to you if you fuck with flowers you know what i'm saying because what we talked about before you came on was about catering to your uh partner's uh needs and also their ego and so flowers are just an example it's like let's say if you if you know you know hey um you know, you 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 work in in the, you know you, you're doing finances. You work in an account. You doing all this kind of shit. You want to you want a fucking laptop. You want a computer. Things like that. And a motherfucker's like, "Yo, I'm on my way home. I'm about to buy you a new fucking um one of those ergonomic wrist rests for your fucking shit when you're typing and shit like that." Those like, you know, I'm talking, you know, what I'm talking about right? It's like hey, I'm gonna pick you up. Yeah. That that is flowers. You know, or it's yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna get you a fucking like a little butt pad, you know what I'm saying? For like a, a little memory foam butt pad, I'm gonna get you a new ergonomic chair so you can have your back all up and things like that. Or I'm gonna get you mm -hmm. like today, so just got, I'm gonna get you like a, a, a lift, a stand up desk, a lift to stand desk, things like that. Yeah. That's yeah. flowers. So flowers isn't just flowers, flowers is just the, the, the basic fucking well, shit well, well, analogy, see, yeah, but and, it's about catering that, yeah. to your partner's needs and their ego to show them that you appreciate them and flowers is just the low-hanging fruit that's just the low-hanging fruit the more you right. know your partner it's like hey everything is flowers because it's showing your appreciation when we use that analogy giving somebody their flowers we're showing that we appreciate them you know, so it's like, right, hey, exactly. Your flowers in this case is a new chair. Your flowers is a sit the stand desk. Your flowers is a whiskey set. Your flowers is getting him a fucking uh, a goddamn portable refrigerator. Like bone, like yo, I'm buying him a new pair of Jordans or something like that, or getting him some uh, tickets to a wrestling event or 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 goddamn uh, Griselda or some shit. Everybody has right. their own version <laughs> of flowers. So flowers, right. is, you know, hey, flowers in that's, general. This, but listen, that's all well and good. Their flowers can but come in many forms. The way I was talking about flowers, was I know the way you were talking about flowers. flowers. I so know all the that way shit you, all that you were talking about flowers. Is irrelevant. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, no, listen no, to, to what I was talking to what I was saying. All that flower shit you were saying is irrelevant. And Yanni, then the other reason, and, the other reason why I said Yanni and Aileen. And Both the other reason, they don't like flowers. the other reason why I said flowers are important, especially for married couples, uh, is because we are the example for our children to see black love, right? Or just love in general. So flowers is the easiest thing that our children can do because they can't afford shit. All they can afford is flowers. So it's the easiest thing 
or the easiest way to show them uh, us constantly showing our appreciation. They're not going to understand the, the, the thought behind a sit-to-stand desk or a treadmill or a new pair or whatever the fuck or something, but they can understand flowers are pretty. I know this person likes flowers. So when I'm in a relationship where I'm dating, that is the start is I can get this person flowers. You know what I'm saying? And that is their example of love, of appreciation, things like that. So now it's like, you know, you got a son, Yanni. He sees you. Kevin get whatever he gets for you. It's like, oh, well, they get each other these little things that mean something. So when I'm in a relationship, it's not about these big grand gestures. It's about these little things, i.e. flowers that mean something. Because all of us are parents and we all are right. the example for our kids for how to model uh, love and romance and caring and appreciation. Right. So they but let me the let me gestures. tell you something though. Only see the my thing ones. is, I'm I'm gonna blow your bubble all the way up because yeah, my my nobody kids, blows my bubble. We, listen, <laughs> my kids, we show love to each other just by being with one another, just by not arguing in front of kids, by yeah. paying their fucking bills and showing them structure. Flowers don't do that. Flowers is a waste of money. I've been with my husband. I've been with my husband for fourteen years. The word flowers out. Years. Take the word flowers out. Listen, if you hold on, hold on. I gotta deliver these. Hold on. Listen. She 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 cooking right now. She cooking right now. You're getting hung up on the word flowers. Take the word flowers out. Change it with anything. It could be an Xbox Live monthly How are you? membership. You know what I'm saying? It can be. That's an okay place. I know what your favorite tequila yeah, is. Got it. Okay. It can be. I know what your favorite brand of uh, gym clothing is. I know you like Lululemon. You know, I can. I'm gonna get you a fitted hat. All of that stuff is very small stuff, and it all literally costs the same amount. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just not the idea. Thirty-five dollars. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. But let me tell you, right? I can't see the price okay. right now. So, I just delivered flowers to a multi-million dollar home, okay? Mm -hmm. And, like I said, made $30 off of delivering those flowers. I mean, not those flowers, those balloons, okay? People need romance, okay? I agree. The problem is, the problem is, their parents taught them a different definition of romance. Because to me, to me, romance is when you lay up with me and watch a movie. When you joke around and you're a fucking clown. When you eat my food and you love it. You savor it. You tell me, damn, I appreciate you. That's yeah. romance. So me. and so you are, going to, to you are going I to love, need... you are going to love the monologue I'm going to do this week because it's about the ABCs. And one of those ABCs is about always be catering. So it's about catering to your partner's yeah. needs and their ego. And all the yeah. things you said are one of the ways, are some of the ways you cater to your partner's needs and ego. And so what I'm saying is flowers <laughs> is just the analogy. Someone saying, Hey babe, I love your food, it's so good. They are giving you your flowers, you know. But at the same time, okay, I'm going to tell you something else. At the same time, also, honesty is mm -hmm. romance. 
I agree. You being a yes man is not romance to me. That just tells me that I can screw you any day of the week. That's what that tells me. But my husband, yeah, okay. He would tell me to go fuck myself in a minute. <laughs> Bitch, you straight up wrong. I don't know what you was thinking when you did that stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the type of dude that me personally that I need. I need you to pop my bubble every now and again. Because when I think I am the shit and you tell me, bitch, you ain't it, I love it. Yeah, because that's that's, <laughs> that's that's holding you accountable. And that's another one of the ABCs that I have, which is always be correcting. You know what I'm saying? Right, and being, and, and being assertive. Because yeah, and that's not, the thing. So Most like, of the time, yeah. it's not what you say, it's how you say it it's your mm -hmm. delivery and it's my husband tells me that all the time sometimes my delivery is a little direct and he's like damn babe you had to say it like that um yeah i did because i don't know any other way but <laughs> but um you know it, it's just i guess it's all in your upbringing like if kids see their dads or their their moms you know buying their uh their parents' flowers and, mm -hmm. you know, stroking their ego, telling them how much they need them, showing how much they love them. You know what I'm saying? That put that adds structure and builds equality to the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, a woman is the same as a man or vice versa because that's physically impossible. I don't care what females say. You're not equal to a man. I don't care what you say. But at the same time, we can be equal in different ways. We can be equal when we come together with this household. We can be equal when it comes when we come together with these kids. Stuck in the you know what I'm saying? Different <laughs> ways. But like today, I forgot I had uh, groceries delivered to the house. So the, somebody rings the bell. So Derek's like, there's a white guy at the the door. I said, oh, okay, go get it. And he's like, he's like, well, I gotta go get it. I said, uh, because you're the man. What the fuck? Like, we do that our door. First one going to the door. What, what Thank you. Thank you. Derek, that is your fucking job. Answer that guy. There's somebody strange there. There's a white guy at the door. women you know know our positions and play our positions as the female in relationships and you know to each his own but to me I had my father in my life so I think that that makes a big 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 difference because you your father's your first love mm -hmm. um and I believe with men, you marry your mother and vice versa with females, you marry your father, you marry what you are accustomed to, you know what I'm saying? So if your dad was a piece of shit, then you're going to grow up to run into men that are more so pieces of shit. But at the same time, <laughs> if, I'm, I'm just saying, like with me, with my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So Derek had me watching this podcast last night, um, and these females were getting mad at uh, I think his Tommy Sotomayor and Donovan. I think Derek had me watching. That is that so shit is chicks, so fucking terrible. Oh my god! Uh, I hate listen, that 
but it was it was a great show and these chicks were like really mad because he, he was basically telling them the truth he was telling them the real like you know most women that grow up without a father they you know go through more shit than women who grew up with their father and mm. i think that's so true you know I it's agree. so true Be um and I just think that I'm better off and I married who I married because I had my dad and my dad was a realist just like I am. And he told me some real shit about relationships and about, you know, men and the way men think. So he put me on early and, you know, it's funny because when my dad wasn't around is when I had my son. So it's, it's, that's, it's so true. I just believe that. And as far as, you know, what you were saying about culture and people, you know, white people saying, oh, I'm white, I'm this, I'm that, I'm German, I'm whatever. That's not their fault. In my opinion, that's on the parents because mm -hmm. you have so many people who don't know where they come from. And um, I, when my great grandmother passed away back in November, I took my son with me because I think it was important for him to know his family, see his family. So you don't be growing up kissing cousins. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> you know, people when, when they, when they don't know where they come from, that's, that's how they characterize themselves. I'm white, I'm black because they don't know where they come from. And that is because their parents don't incorporate traditions and culture into their lives. So, so, I mean, I put that on your parents. Yeah, and, and that's a real thing because a lot of times when um, a lot of the European immigrants uh, came to America, they were they, they were the niggas first, you know? So when you yeah. look at the ghettos in Chicago, New York, uh, Boston, those were all full of uh, Eastern European immigrants. And they got, they didn't get, um, they didn't get as bad treatment as blacks, but they got about 90% of the shit that we got in the North, right? So they got right. fucked up too. Uh, and, then they, yeah. and, then they, and then when they saw that, uh, you know, the black population was starting to rise, starting to get their own, that's when they assimilated them into whiteness. Like, this is fact. They Because like, they didn't consider Germans, mm -hmm. Polish. They didn't consider, um, you know, like Slavic people. They didn't consider the Irish. They didn't consider any of them white, you know, because the whites that were here in America were of British descent. And they were the, uh, mm -hmm. the, the top rung. They were the upper echelon of white folks, right? And then in the 20s and 30s, when we start limiting the amount of uh, Asians, Blacks, Hispanics that were allowed in the country, we say, hey, we got to start letting these right. folks be white. Because Italians, they weren't right. white. They were niggas. You know what I'm saying? The, the Irish, they were niggas. <laughs> Everybody was a nigga at some point. But the only thing, the only difference is that uh, one group of people embraced that label. And that happened to be us. But everybody else assimilated into yeah. American culture and American society and they assimilated <laughs> to whiteness, right? And that's why right. a lot of people that, you know, their grandmothers are Italian, they don't speak Italian anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, or they come from the Scottish backgrounds. They don't speak the language, things like that. They don't keep the cultures, you know? And it's sad. It's sad. I think that's super sad because my son, his dad, is 100% Puerto Rican. His mm -hmm. mom, his father... His grandparents, they're all from Puerto Rico. They all speak Spanish. You and your sister, y'all missed the motherfucking boat because y'all 100% Spanish. No Y'all 100% Spanish and don't speak Spanish and y'all can't cook. Like, are you serious right God now? How is that even fucking possible? So I say that to say this, I didn't want that for my son. So I made sure 
that he uh, he knew where he came from. He knew the culture. He spent time with his grandparents. You know what I'm saying? And even his um his great grandmother she speaks broken english but i understand a little bit of what she says and sometimes his his grandfather has to translate it for me but and she spends six she spends six months a year in puerto rico and six months in the states you know what i'm saying so i'm yeah. like how how are you 100 percent puerto rican and you don't speak spanish that is horrible that's yeah. horrible. <laughs> that's, that's listen, man. That's that's. I know a lot of Puerto Ricans don't speak Spanish. They don't, you know, they. That's you know. true. I know a lot too. But that's hey, man, bad. That it, is so all, bad. But see, but we do the same. and traditions uh, alive, man. Yes, because we do the same thing to black folks. Because um, how many black folks can't braid hair, or how many black folks don't play spades? Like we oh, do the same thing. Spades, 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 is, spades is on the the fucking black cultural checklist. Word is bonded. I swear, <laughs> on everything I love hey, is. But, and, but, if, but nah. and if you don't eat, if you don't um, if you don't play spades, or you don't eat certain things, they want to pull your black card. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> It's just, it's nuts. I'm telling you, it's nuts. But both of my sisters play spades. You guys play spades. So Yanni plays spades. That was my partner. Sidera can bring and the fuck out of some hair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we invented these, you know, traditions and different cultures, communities. You know what I'm saying? But didn't pass it along our children so you tell them that you have to come up with your own you know traditions and cultures with your family but really i'm gonna need you to pick up a book like yeah I, you know know where you come from you know what i'm saying because when my great-grandmother passed away she was 95 years old to me that's the lineage that tells that gives me a timeline on my lifeline mm. you know what i'm saying that tells me okay if my great-grandmother lived to be 95 and she was full blown, you know, perfect bill of health, everything like that. She didn't put toxins in her body or whatever. She took care of herself for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Until the end, then, you know, she was a straight OG. Like she did whatever she wanted. She talked shit. You know what I'm saying? Like old people do. And, you know, and she and she was good. You know, my mom, my mom did a lot of fuck shit back in the day, but at the end of the day, my mother is 65 years old. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. she's earned those stripes at this point to be who she is and live the way she lived, as free as she does. And I would do anything for my mother, no, regardless of, you know, the fuck shit that we've been through. I still pay my mother bills. You know what I'm saying? And I'll do that every day of my life until, you know, something happens to me or her. I don't mind that. But at the end of the day, it's okay to say that your parents was full of shit <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean like so many people oh that's still your mother bullshit so that makes her less of a piece of shit like i'm confused <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i i understand who she is and i love her that's not going to change but i'm still going to call her on her fuck shit yeah you know and what that, I'm saying? That's, Just and like that's my something father. you know what, and that that's that wasn't on the docket, but that is something that's in the black community where uh we feel that like we'll we'll hold our fathers accountable and we'll talk about how Facts. much how fucked up they were, or you weren't here, right. and blah 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 blah. We never hear that side of the story, but then we never right. hold mom accountable for her decision making uh at all in the black community because she's untouchable, she's a goddess, she's this, she's that. But it's like a lot of times 
um, the situation was created by the right. mom's decision, like moms, exactly dads and fathers don't know they have kids or fathers don't have an opportunity to be in their kid's life. And they get blamed for 18 years of not being there when they never even have the opportunity, you know, or, or right. just like perfect example, Kanye West, right? Kanye yeah. used to talk shit about his dad. You know, Kanye used to talk shit about his dad. And then it was recently learned that Kanye West, his mother, left his dad in Atlanta to go pursue her her career in acting and singing in Chicago. And Kanye blamed his dad for that. But his mom is the one that left, that broke up the marriage and left yeah. to go to Chicago. And then when it didn't work out, that's when she became a teacher. And then Kanye, you know, became who he is. Um, but he's also bipolar, uh, I wouldn't consider him a man because he's very, he has way too much estrogen, you know, things of that nature. We don't hold, <laughs> we don't hold mothers accountable for uh, their decision-making sometimes. And Sadir and Yanni, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one to you. You know, why, why do you think it is, is that we were quick to blame fathers for uh, what they don't do or um, their lack of presence or doing whatever it is that they do, but we don't hold mothers to that same standard when it comes to um, decision-making and, and child-rearing. Um, I guess because the men are just supposed to, you know, they're supposedly supposed to take charge and control everything and, you know, have the last day and moms are lauded as basically being perfect, you know, mom did this for me, mom did that for me, it's expected of them, basically, you know, so if a mom takes over and starts doing all the things that dad does, you know, it's whatever it's supposed to do, but then, I don't know, just men are supposed to hold... So do men control do men control the decision to, to have a child? No. Okay. So men don't hold the decision to, to have a child. So why doesn't the mom get held accountable for the decision making that happens after that? I mean, that's just how society was, was going. You know, it wasn't always, you know, my body, my choice. I decide whether or not I have a baby. It was uh, you get married to a man, you have his family, he takes care of the family, and that's how it goes. So when a man is no longer taking care of the family, then it's his fault, you know, no matter what the woman's decision is. And that's, that's just how society has been built up. It's changing now. Because it's, it's, it's extra, but, like, unique. I'm not going to say unique, but it's, it's prevalent in the Black community, right? Like, we'll talk about how shitty Black fathers are. But then it's like black moms can do no wrong. Like you can be Halle Berry and fucking uh, losing Isaiah, a crack addict. <laughs> and she's still perfect. She can still get her child back. Right. But um, men, we don't get that luxury. Like we can't just go out and say, hey, you know what? We're a better fit for the child. Maybe the child's be with us. We have to fight for the right mm -hmm. to even see our child, you know, things like that. Also, can you do me a huge favor? Are you using a cell phone? Yeah. Can you turn it the other way? uh landscape no horizontal landscape landscape wonderful landscape. now now you're now you're a yeah. fucking gangster yeah, perfect um yeah and that's I, think, the thing. I think that goes back to the courts though like back in the yeah. day women were always awarded um custody of the kid you know actually yes, 20 years ago but now that's yeah. changing it hasn't it hasn't always yeah. been that way so so back in the day um the children were considered property of the men. So right. if women and wanted to leave women. the kids, the kids would stay with the with, with, with the man. 
and the woman mm-hmm. would just mm-hmm. go her own way. But the man got mm-hmm. to keep the kids because they were his property. That changed mm-hmm. with yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the feminist movement, women's rights, and with equality, things like that. And that's when, and when we created welfare, that's when it was, hey, okay, well, we're just going to pay for these kids forever. Um, but before, no, the man kept the kids because they were his property. You know, right. but that's so the crazy part is going back to that kids, though. And it went it went from men having the kids and then at 180 to women always getting the kids. And now it's trying to have a balance and we're still yep. trying to get there. Like, but you have to find the right judge, the right court, the right everything to, you know, for men see, to treat it right. But see, like, and, and that's and that's fucked up because as a man, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. Like right. women, we have to prove uh-huh. that she's an unfit mother to get our kids. But we you're are, automatically, you're automatically that we are unfit to have. Yeah, we're automatically like, nah, you nigga, you 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 can't do this shit. But we have to prove to to them that they're un, like, that they're unfit mother. And as you just said, you know, we have to make sure we get the right judge, the right lawyer, the right court system. They don't have to go no. through that bullshit, and that's and that's not fair at all. Let me tell you something. Here is a secret that I'm gonna put all y'all on. Okay. If you sign the birth certificate and your name is on that birth certificate when that baby is born, custody is not established, okay? Y'all both have equal rights to the child. You don't have to go to court or none of that. You have equal rights to the child if both of you are listed on that birth certificate, okay? And I'm going to tell you something else. If you feel that she's unfit, and that child, you made a conscious decision to have your child live with her in the beginning to start out because y'all decided to co-parent. And now you change your mind and say she's unfit. If you go to her house and pick up your child and keep them, guess what? The court can't do nothing about that. You know why? Because you're listed on the birth certificate. So if you enroll that child in school and the child is doing better with you than her, she has to go to court to get that child back from you. See, this is things have changed. Oh, that does not mean you have full custody. If both parents are listed on that birth certificate, you have equal custody rights. Depends on where you live. And just, that birth yeah, don't mean nothing. See, listen, but I'm going to tell you something. In New Jersey <laughs> and in Pennsylvania, the rules are the same. Because when I had my son, I'm going to tell you something real, because I've been through it. Me and my son's father had joint custody of my son. He had him for six months. I had him for six months. For me to move to Pennsylvania, I had to get his permission to move to Pennsylvania because we had joint custody. You feel what I'm saying? I did not, just because the father or the mother pays child support, that does not mean that that parent that's receiving the child support has full custody. Custody has nothing to do with child support. That's what people don't realize. You still have joint custody of the child if his name is listed on the birth certificate. And that's a fact. But I'm going to tell you something else. At the time that my son's father had his had my son on his six months, I got mad at him and wanted to go get my son. I drove to New Jersey, went to his house to take my son. You know what he looked at me and said? You leave the state with him? I'm calling the cops. I'm getting you for kidnapping. That's something real. Because when you establish
permission to take that child. You have to. It don't matter if he's paying child support or not. Custody has been established. Y'all have joint custody. And like I said, for me to move to Pennsylvania, I had to get his permission. For my son to go to the school here for a full 10 months that children go to school, I had to get his permission because we had joint custody. See, but you have to do the work. A lot of men, they will let women, and I say let with a capital L, they allow women to do fuck shit because they don't want to do the work. And that's bullshit because at the end of the day, you're hurting the child. You're not hurting her and you're not hurting yourself. You're hurting the child because at the end of the day, when that child grows up, the first thing that's going to come out of their mouth is, why didn't you fight for me? Yep. I see it every day. I mentor kids Monday through Thursday, and I see it every day. I talk to females who's having babies at the same age that I was. I got pregnant when I was 14. My son's father was 17. I had my son at 15, and he, he was 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, But at the end of the day, my son's dads were great. They were always involved. They did what they were supposed to do with my kids. They kept, you know what I'm saying? I can never say anything bad about my son's fathers because they were awesome. Even though I had my children at the age that I was, I was 15 and I was 19 years old when I had my kids and I didn't have no more after that because you have to learn from the mistakes you make. And I would never call my children a mistake, but the situations that I was in, that was a mistake. So that's what I'm saying. If you know the law, then you will know that custody is not established because you're paying child support. If your name is on that birth certificate, y'all have equal rights until you stand in front of a child court judge. It don't matter the judge. It don't matter the court. She can live in a different state. You can go to the court system where you live at. And an uh, arbitrator can give you joint custody off the strength of your position. If you're holding a full-time job and you have the means to provide for that child, ain't no court and ain't no judge in the world gonna deny you joint custody if that's what you want. Yeah, and that, no that's, 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 you know, 100% true. That's something that I went through, you know, through my uh, saga of being a father because um, all, like my child mom, she, you know, you, you're going off of hearsay and what other <laughs> single mothers are doing. And right. I'm going off of uh, the actual fucking law and what I've right. helped uh, fathers do that have been in the Navy and have been through child custody battles. And that's why, you know, I made sure, you know, my name was on the birth certificate because I knew exactly what that means. You know, is that, hey, we equal now, so you can't do shit. And every time, you know, right. some shit happens, Sex. I just pull up the fucking, you know, Maryland website or DC website, you know, for yeah. like, hey, this is what the law says. I'm entitled right. to this, you know what I'm saying? And then, yes. you know, and then the other thing is like, when you, cause people don't understand is that, you know, when you're like, my position is a little unique, but it's like you said, if you're a man holding shit down, the court will fuck with you. They'll be like, yes. yo, you want all your kid? Day. You all want your kid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all we'll give you that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And so that was one of the things that happened all is, you know, day. When, 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 you know when, when I, you know, went to the court. And then on top of that, another thing is too, If you don't, hello, can you hear me? Now, yeah, I know. I'm crossing over the Pennsylvania line. I was in Maryland, but um, yo, I'm telling.
Oh, you're chunking right now. You're you're like, uh, remember that TV show, Max, Max Hedrum? <laughs> You can't get no signal off them tractors. Hell no, man. <laughs> at the same time that they're filing for uh for uh child support, you know, because I've seen that happen before too. But little do they know, courts really be on the side of men who are trying. So I know for a fact of a constable who called a father straight out of the courtroom and was like, "Hey, do you realize this hearing is also for custody?" He was like, what? Got in his car from work and drove to Freehold Court to make sure he was there for that custody hearing. Yeah. And she didn't get the custody. You know why? Because he's showing his due diligence. He's doing his job. And I just think that that's so freaking messed up because of your a woman scorn. You are setting yourself up for failure with your kids. And at the same time, me personally, even though me and my son's fathers was not together and we've always co-parented through the years, I look at it as, oh, <laughs> that's my break. What time you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't denying nothing. Tell me a time and a date. I'll even drop them off for you. Shoot. You ain't even got to come get them. I got you. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> Got it. Don't no. even worry about it. So my sisters, they used to tell me that all the time, like, oh my God, Eileen, I can't believe you. You really gonna drop them off. You going out of your way. You damn right. Cause at the same time, I'm winning. What you mean? What I'm gonna hold these kids hostage for and hurt myself. Come on, everybody needs a break. I don't care what nobody say. These parents, they be stuck with these kids 24-7. And you mean to tell me, oh, I it's not called a break. They my kids. Bullshit. No, it's a fucking break. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. I, I love my daughter. I love my daughter. I love my daughter. And on the days that I don't have her, I miss her. And I look at pictures and videos of her and I get a little sad. But then I'm like, oh shit. Um, she ain't here right now. I can round this mother, I can walk around here butt naked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. I like the break. And and like and, and my you know, my child's mom, bro, I had to fight her just to get uh weekends, just to have like overnights. And then uh once she realized, uh, because she was like just trying to thought she could use the court system against me, but then she forgot that I'm like a genius. And then um, once she started to realize uh, how much she appreciated that break, oh, I ain't got no problems. Have you asked her though? Have you asked her why she didn't prefer you to have your daughter overnight? Because you oh, have because to think about that me. too. Because she didn't trust see, me. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Because molestation and, you know, child... Um, you know, so children being abused. I have the daughter, so, so I, I have my daughter. So I have my daughter from uh, when she was at work, from uh -huh. uh, from seven thirty, eight o'clock until five thirty. But she didn't want me to have my daughter overnight. And it ain't had nothing to do with that. It had to do with she thought she could control the outcome. You know, and uh, okay. the they asked that question like, well, why would you trust him to have the like? Why would you trust him to have the kid all day while you're at work, five days a week? But he right. a weekend uh, with his daughter. You know, and she was right. like, oh, well, I'll, I'll drop her off for a couple hours. And all it was was a control thing. You know what I'm saying? Because she thought right. she controlled oh, the narrative. Okay, okay. And then I'm like, hey, yeah. man, I'm on the birth certificate. So I got 50% control. So I can take you to court right now and just take the fucking kid. 
You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to my sisters uh, who encouraged that. And then once I did that, let me tell you, whoa, boy. Shit change. You know it's a whole, I'm telling you, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And even your sisters, um, because I see you, one of your sisters is on here, and it's the, the other young lady. That's your sister too. Yeah, I got two sisters, both of them. You okay. know, so they both Hi. fucking look alike. <laughs> yeah, damn sure yeah. do. That's what. That's why I was like, wait a minute. I I saw them, but I can't see them right now. You know, because I'm I'm driving, but I'm I'm on my way home now. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, sometimes women have to, you know, break outside yourself. You know what I'm saying? And put your shoe, put your feet in the, in the other person's shoes. Like, if you were him, you know what I'm saying? Would you, you know, want him to treat you that way? You know what I'm saying? Would you want him to hold the kid as hostage and for leverage? Oh, if you don't pay child support, you can't see a child? Really? Yeah. That, first of all, let's be real here. That child don't see that money. You may pay your bills with that money. You may take care of that child with that money, but they don't see that. They see an absent parent. That's what they see. Oh, nice. well, why, why wasn't you there? You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure the dad, he's not going to throw the mom under the bus. You know what I'm saying? If he's a good dude, he's not going to say, oh, well, your mom kept me away from you. But my father, on the other hand, my dad was like, listen, your mother did this. Your mother did that. <laughs> your mother kept me away. <laughs> say, it's, if it's the truth, it's the truth. Shit. Facts, facts. But by the time I heard the truth, my father's truth, I was already 16 with my own baby. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot so of times, you that, know, we don't get to hear the man's story. You know, we, 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 give, we give the moms benefit of the doubt. Because yeah. black mothers and black women are untouchable in black culture and black men, black fathers are automatically the bad guy. We're automatically manipulative. We are like, it's like, we're always, it's yeah. like, okay, if we get a woman pregnant out of wedlock, it's like, because we're a piece of shit or we're a dog or whatever. And it's like, well, right. it takes two to tango, buddy. You know? Right. Exactly. And that's the crazy part. My parents were married, but my father was also married to my brother's mother. So he went to jail for being a bigamist. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I didn't see, so while my father was in jail for those six months, my mom decided to move. And every time he found us, my mom would move again. So I say that to say this, when I met back up with my dad, I was 16 years old. My father had diabetes and I was with him for four years before he passed away. But in those four years, I felt liberated. I felt that he taught me so much about being a parent and raising my children and the way I co-parent with their fathers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's, it's very influential to have your dad in your life. I don't care what nobody says. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Fathers play the same, if not a bigger role than mothers, because especially when you're raising boys. And when I had my sons, I made sure that their fathers was in their lives. You know what I'm saying? That they had a male figure because, like I said before, I can teach my boys, well, my guys. I don't call them boys anymore because they're grown. But I teach my guys to be good people. But their fathers teach them how to be men. Correct. You know what I mean? I'm not I a agree. man, so I can't teach them how to be a man. I don't know what you go through when you're in puberty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that Shit. part. I can a lot, only of, a lot of crusty socks. Person. That's what the fuck we go through. A lot of crusty socks because niggas be joking off crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
Just a lot of napkins in that goddamn trash can, boy. Hell yeah. God damn. <laughs> Crusty socks and about a lot of lotion. Hey, Yanni, that's going to be you in a couple years, Yanni. <laughs> and Yanni, I don't know about you, but once I saw pube hairs all over their toilet, I refused. Nope, 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 nope. At that time, I taught them how to clean a bathroom. Because um, my son already cleans his own bathroom. I don't do that. Sex. Oh, that's what I'm saying. No, that's no, 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 no. There's certain boundaries I do not cross, and his bathroom is one of them. Hey, you gotta start you making him wash his own socks too, man, because they knew that's coming next. Look, I told oh, yeah, he does his own laundry. Like, the first time I find a stiff sock, <laughs> I'm gonna just get him a flashlight and he can clean that himself. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's too progressive. I'm sorry, no. man. You gotta, have, but, yeah, but you gotta have the talk though. Not you, Kevin. That's how to talk about. You know, you can't be spanking your fucking monkey like that. But here's a question no, to shift gears a little you just, bit. You just, you just got nothing to do before you walk in the room. Hey, listen, <laughs> knock, nigga, knock. <laughs> but yo, here's a question. Here's a question. Shift gears a little bit, because um, we're, we're talking. Just want to go back to talking about catering uh, to your partner. So should, and we'll start with Sidera. So should men be responsible? for the upkeep of their woman? No, unless that is their expectation and their preference. Okay, okay, okay. I love that answer. I love that answer. So, can you elaborate? So, I am basic when it comes to, um, I am. I don't wear makeup. Why, why do you lot. say basic? Because I am. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not high maintenance, as you would call it. I don't need, you know, petties, manny's, long weave extensions, anything like that. I'm simple when it comes to so maintenance and, and just, the way I you're look. All, you're all natural. Yeah. So, you know, I got locks for a reason because I'm lazy. I don't want to do my hair or I don't want to spend money going out to get that. Um, I maintenance, Sadira. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I do my own nails at home because I don't want to spend the money to go out and to a salon and get them uh, professionally done. So I do my own. I keep them simple. Um, and that I'm okay with that. Now, if I had a guy that was like, oh, I want you to wear a face full of makeup and I want you to have long flowing hair. Well, you gonna pay for that because I'm not doing it. Because, you know, that's not how I feel I need to look. I don't, you know, need, I don't need that to be happy, be confident, whatever. Um, but if you want to do it, by all means, go ahead. But I'm not. So, so. just just to uh, clarify that. So if they're saying they want you to change your hair, uh, that's different. That's different. I'm just talking about the basic upkeep. So it's like, hey, um, you no, know, but you, that you, that that is upkeep. Um, even if you that's know, that's modification. No, I'm yeah. saying if I, if I had no, if I had to change my locks, no, that's not happening. Because like I said, you ain't doing my hair. Yeah. You're not, you know, it's so, my hair. Because because you already do your own. You can already twist your own shit. You can do your own hair. You do your own nails. So the the cost of ownership. I'm comparing it to a car, not owning a person. It's like the cost of ownership is low, right? So you yeah. still have. So it's not basic. Like you're not doing the shit. It's just that I can do it myself. It's like a self cleaning oven. I can do it myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can do all this shit myself. However, um, everyone can't do that. And so what I mean by up, upkeep does, does not mean like hair, nails, things like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, um, 
let's say, and because another because another thing, another issue. Let me tell you, let me take can I, can I can I be real with y'all for a minute? Can I talk about my sure. personal shit? Because I love sure. getting into y'all personal shit. I got a fucking issue with people not wearing matching panties and bras to bed. I have an issue with that. I have an issue with that. I have an issue with that. I do. Okay. Listen, she does. Listen. It's more comfortable. Can, can I like tell you why? Bra. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? All right. And here's why, right? If you're going to give me a five star meal inside of a trash bag, I'm not eating it. All right. If you're going to give me fucking <laughs> filet mignon on a oh, fucking styrofoam plate or a McDonald's inside a Big Mac box, I'm not fucking eating it. So presentation oh matters. So I'm going to always present myself in uh, uh, in an attractive manner. So you, you know were saying? Says the, says the guy who makes the bed. I don't, I haven't says eaten the ribs. Guy who eats I the have not eaten the talk, talk to him, since I left McDonald's. Let's, let's be real. But um, I used to fuck them shits up. I used to fuck them shits up. I was the only pork I ate. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, McDonald's, if y'all make a vegan McRib or Beyond Meat McRib, Y'all got me back. So, Julio, if you're listening, get me that Beyond Meat McRib, and I'm back. I'll do the commercial. I'll put barbecue sauce all <laughs> over my lips, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm back. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, that's the thing. But now, but now the, 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 the matching, bro, that shit don't bother me. Uh, you know why I don't bother you? Why? you ain't, because you don't know better, nigga. That's why. That's well, why. No, no. You know get saying? the fuck out of it. Whatever, it's, it's, whatever. It's like whatever. it's like it's, it's like Ali said. Uh, for the most part, when my wife comes to bed, she don't have that shit on anyway. She just have like a okay. Long so girl. so if she so if she's got so she got what uh, panties and a t shirt, and I'm not trying to get personal. You know what I'm nah, saying? Like but she, um, just, she just wears a, a long uh, I guess like a nightgown shirt or some shit like that. Like what well, that well, that's different. If she's wearing a well, nightgown. And just no, like it, panties it's like, or a it's nightgown it's like a, a and just whatever or a nightshirt. You mean like like one of your t-shirts, nigga? Yeah. Or You're I, in or the I, fucking I, New York Knicks t-shirt the bed? Nigga, I don't got a Knicks t-shirt <laughs> my damn self, nigga. <laughs> Listen, so let me so I'm talking so let me find out. Hold on. So basically what you're saying is presentation is everything to you. It's not everything, but it fucking matters. It matters because oh. for me, it's like we talk about catering, right? You're catering yeah. to my ego, right? Hmm. So, so, so make, so show me, give me that shit on a silver platter. Okay, so TJ, you asked if a man was responsible for his woman's upkeep. In that case, buy her the matching sets that you want. Her to and it, that's I do. It. I so so okay. and so okay. me. I'm the type of motherfucker, and that's why I asked, should a man be responsible for the upkeep? Because upkeep is be everything, right? So for mm -hmm. me, if I want you to be a certain way. Or dress a certain way in bed, I will buy that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will okay. buy you the fucking bra and the panties and the nightgowns and the fucking the robe and the slippers. I just did that shit for my girl. Just bought a whole fucking Calvin Klein robe, nice plush robe, slippers, matching bar and panties set. You know why? Because that is what the fuck I am used to and that is what I expect because you will never see me in bed with hangs. You'll never see me wear Fruit of the Loom. You will only see me wear Calvin Klein or some polo underwear. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You will never see me in some, just in something that I consider uh, that you wouldn't find attractive. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, the, the presentation matters. You know what I mean? If I want a Big Mac, I'll go be the Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? But I'm fucking with you because you filet mignon, so I expect that shit to come on a fucking uh, a nice ceramic plate. You know what I mean? Uh, I would expect that shit on a fucking platter. I want the presentation. When I go out to a restaurant, <laughs> I, I, nigga, what I pay for is what I expect. You know what I'm saying? And so that's for me. And so that's why I asked, like, hey, like, um, if, if, and, and so it's like, yo, you know, um, when you got somebody that can do all that shit, right? It's like, damn, they can do all that shit. Um, well, how can I, how, what can I, what can I do to cater to them in that sense? I can get them a new nail set. I can pay for their beauty products because that shit matters to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see the effort you're putting in. I, I see you in the gym. I see you doing your own hair. I see you doing your own nails. So as a man, helping with that upkeep is buying your nail set. You know what I'm saying? Or, or your, your fucking equipment that you use. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's getting your beeswax and getting your, buying you your hair products, things like that. Because you're doing that not only for yourself, but also for me. You can just let your locks get all fucked up and ratty. You're teleworking. You know what I'm saying? But you care about how the shit looks because you know it matters to me as well. And so as a guy, it's like, yo, not saying you got to go change your hair, but it's like, shit, how can I cater to this person and show them that I appreciate the work that they're doing? I'll go get their hair products for them, or I'll get their nail set for them, or I'll do this, I'll do that. Learn how to do their hair. Or you can learn how to do their hair. That's what's up. But Kevin, Kevin twisting locks over there. He sure is. That's what's up, man. That's that's the supreme white boy right there, man. That nigga. But like, and, and <laughs> when it when it comes to that, though, me too. Yo, he is the he is the master race. <laughs> <laughs> in situations like that, I don't think uh, like taking note taking over the responsibility like holy on a guy like every now and then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you know, she wants to get her nails done one day, you, you pay for it. If she wants to go get something, and that's cool too. Stuff, you, pay you take for, a little bit of burden cool. off, yeah, that's cool too. But uh, but all the time, nah, I don't think that's all on the man, no. But like helping out every now and then, you know, that's that's cool, yeah. And I, I didn't see, I didn't say you got to be all I'm just saying, you playing a part, but it's like, um, you know, for us, for guys, a woman paying for your haircut, bro, I would never. I would never. You, yeah. you buy this nigga bold shoes. What are you talking about? No, I have ba- I have boundaries. That's his upkeep. You won't, you won't pay for his haircut? That's that's, no. that's the line drops? That's the line? No. That's, Why not? Well, Why for, not? For, for me, for me, you should want to do that for yourself. Because to me, that's self-care. We're not, like, we're not talking about all the time. We're just saying yeah. how, like, women, um, they do their own hair, do their own nails, yada, yada, yada. And then yeah. we say, hey, you know what, sweetheart? I got it this week. Don't worry. I'm going to book you an appointment. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm let you sit up and get your nails done. You know, X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And so you're going to, not all the time. It's like, yo, I know you do this shit all the time. I'm going to get this one for you because, you know, I'm, no. I know it means something. Yo, nope. I'm going to call Derek, man. Free bone, man. What the fuck is going on here, man? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Free bone, I not even know, once. I want to know why. It, see, with me personally, I feel like you should want that for yourself. Like, for me, I'll tell hubby if he looks terrible. I'll be like, well, damn, man, you need to 
you know. So not one time, never will you ever pay for his haircut. No, no. You buy this man's sneakers. That's different. That's different. It's his upkeep. To me, self-care is not upkeep. Like, if I buy him a pair of shoes, it's got to be a holiday. Like, it's got to be because I fucking did so well with my projections at work and I just got extra money and I just feel like I just want to spend some money because of my personal ego. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, for example, when when I decided to, to uh, take him to, uh, to Jamaica for his birthday, that was my personal ego. I'm like, damn, I pulled in all this money. Oh, so, it wouldn't you just, be- so you just stunting on this nigga. That's what you're doing. No, no, I'm <laughs> no, I'm, I'm showing. He's just like, yo, pack your bags, bitch. We going to Jamaica. <laughs> no, no, no. Nigga, hey, you over here buying Georgia shit, nigga. I'm buying for, I'm like, for Jamaica, nigga. I'm, nigga. I'm, I'm stamping your passport, nigga. No, because I, no, because I feel, I feel. Oh, no, you flying blown out? You flying Derek out? Listen, you flying Derek out? A haircut's a lot cheaper. <laughs> Listen, I just feel like no, no, no. I just feel like my husband is a part of my growth, and I wouldn't have what I have if it wasn't for him. You know, pushing me to subscribe to do that. Bone was just in the background. Get him on here right now. Free bone. Free bone. Free bone. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just no. I just I just feel like I need to ask Derek this question. Okay. Here, baby, take that. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are, we have a special guest, a special guest, uh, one of my good friends since fifth grade. Where yeah, I'll see where yeah. The greatest Little League baseball player in the history of fucking Asbury Park Little League, Derek motherfucking Williams, a.k.a. the real D-Will, a.k.a. D-Dub, a.k.a. the president of the motherfucking Griselda fan club, a.k.a. what's on my feet will make you beat your fucking meat. And then your girl, I will skeet. And that is a motherfucking special treat, my nigga. Derek Williams in the building. How you doing, fam? How you doing? Where you at? Okay, Yanni, you got to go. Tell Kevin I said what's up, and he's the master race. Oh, <laughs> hey, the ghetto celebrity from b He heard you. Okay, Bye. Cool. Bye. Boom. Where you at? All Say right, something. Johnny. N- nigga, Take come in phone. here, bitch. I'm washing chicken. I got to get ready for this, phone, for this party right here. I ain't Yo, trying to get away. I got to ask you one question, Derek. One question. That's it. One question. Uh, if, if out of the blue one day, your wife paid for your haircut, would you appreciate that? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah. Of course I would. Okay. Of course, she, okay she, yeah. yo, of course you would. She said she won't do that shit. She said she would never do that shit for you, bro. She said fuck you in your haircut. She said fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> 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 I said you're going to take this nigga to Jamaica, but you're not going to pay for this nigga haircut one time. And she said no. I got five if you cut it, Bone. I got five if you cut it. Hey, we're going to start a GoFundMe. We're going to start a GoFundMe, bro. We're going to pay for Bone next haircut, man. Let, like, that's what we're going to do for the fellas, man, because we care about you, bro. You know what I'm saying? We can't hear you, bro. Put the phone closer. 
appreciate that. Because I'm in here. Take this one too. Well, take them all. Here, take that out and take yours out. Huh? Oh, shit. Now we can there hear you, go. Daddy. Now we can hear you, Zaddy. God damn, this nigga sexy as hell. Got the fucking chest out. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. No, I'm about to put a shirt on. I don't want to show my titty. Hey, too late. We already saw him getting hard over here right now, boy. Just <laughs> got guns out. <laughs> Funny as hell. Yeah, but no, so we're talking about uh, should men be responsible for the upkeep of their ladies? And and just, you know, like my sister was saying, yo, she does her own locks. She does mm-hmm. her own nails. And she's like really good at the, like the nail shit. I'm about to have you pay to do my, my, my shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she's super good at that shit. And I'm like, okay, a man ain't, ain't got to, you know, pay for hair and nails. Um, but he could buy the products since you're already dope at it. You know what I'm saying? And that'll take a little bit of burden off of you and show you that this nigga appreciate the maintenance you're doing on yourself because it affects you and him. And so we're talking to Aileen and she's like, I'll buy this nigga sneakers. I'll take him to Jamaica. I'll do all this shit, but I ain't paying for this nigga haircut. That's where I draw the line. And I thought that was quite silly. And I said, hey, he would appreciate it if you pay for his haircut the blue because we appreciate little ass shit like that, you know? And I wanted to hear it from you whether you would appreciate that or not, man. And, and you gave me your answer, so thank you. Uh, thank. I you. mean, I appreciate it, but at the same time, like you it said, ain't necessary. It, it ain't necessary. It ain't. Required. Yeah. Nah. Just like that braid you got in there, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> whatever new article of clothing that she wants or whatever, I'm cool with that on special occasion. But yeah, no. I'm not paying for no hair, getting motherfuckers' hair done and all that. Nah. So never not one time. Why not? I don't know. She never, I mean, she did ask me one time. I did it. I ain't gonna lie. That was years ago though, but no. First of all, my wife don't, first of all, my wife don't go out like that. So whenever there's a special occasion for us to be out somewhere, she gonna take care of me. Okay, but she's looking good for you. No, she's looking good for herself. She's also looking good for you, buddy. Okay. Yeah. What she got paid for? Listen, she got paid for. We have to stop putting limits on what we will and will not do for our partner. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no limit. You just said it's a limit. You said you're not going to do it. That's a limit. Man, I done done enough, man. You don't think I've done enough? <laughs> here's here's here, here's here's the secret. I go you to bed with a punk enough. ass every night. <laughs> I wake up to her every night. That's more than enough. <laughs> That's more than enough, man. It's it's always one percent more, man. You can always do one percent more. Yeah, I, well, I do do one percent more. What is it? Damn, let me. Think. So, so here's a question: When's the last time you <laughs> bought your lady flowers? When's the last time you bought flowers? Ooh, it's been years. She don't like flowers. I know she don't like flowers, and by flowers, I don't mean flowers. I'm talking about in the sense that I use the word. When's the last time you gave her her flowers? So whatever it is that she likes, she fucks with, when's the last time you said, you know what? I'm about to go out and get this shit because I know you fucking like it and making you happy makes me happy. Christmas. That don't count because that's fucking Christmas, nigga. Um... It ain't got to be nothing big. Just something small. Like, it's like, yo, you know what? I saw you in that, like, you know, she out there doing niggas taxes and shit. She got to use pens. You're like, you know what? I'm going to buy you some new pens. I'm going to buy you a dope-ass pen of your own customized engraved pen I don't set. know. 
You know what I'm saying? That's or a good question. I don't you know, know. I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a. Er, I'm gonna get you a brand new ergonomic chair for your shit. Or I know you out here fucking driving, dropping off new flowers <laughs> and shit like that. I'm gonna get you this nice ass cushion uh, for for your car or something like that. Or I'm gonna get you a new cell phone holder. You know, cell phone mount for this shit so you can see the GPS. She probably got a GPS built in and shit like that. But yo, or I'm gonna do something like that. Or it's like, you know what? I know what kind of air freshener you like in the car. I'm gonna go buy that for you. Or something as simple as like, you know what? I'm gonna take your car to get it washed and waxed and all that shit. So that is all flowers. Oh, that is yeah, all flowers. Nah. I'm not sentimental like that. That's not sentimental. Unless you, I mean, unless she tells me to actually do it. So why I don't not think like that? Just like Nike said, like just do it. You got the fucking Jordans on your shirt. Why not just do it like Phil Knight would have told your ass? You know what it says right there, man? It says, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought was living it up. Jordan's in oh, the gold chain. I thought Jordan's in the gold chain. That's what's up, man. I'm, I'm going to get that same shirt and say, I got that shit for Yeah, I like that shirt. I'm a delayed, I'm a, I'm a delayed podcast. Yeah, you can't so I can get it though, man. It's exclusive, man. You can't find it. All right, nigga. I bet you I'll find it by the end of the day. You can't get this hat neither, man. Your favorite rap group, man. Who, Rizelda? Nah, man, that's Dead Prez, man. You don't know oh, nothing got, about that. I fuck man. with Dead Prez, bro. But yeah, um, you look like one of you look like one of. I look like Stickman. I look like Stickman, nigga. Whatever. We both handsome, man. Nigga. <laughs> fuck out of here. Hit you, hit you with that mind sex, nigga. Fuck talk about. You know what I'm saying? It's all about hip hop, man. Okay, because Jamal talked about he ain't blind as women flowers, and you said you ain't doing this. Okay, so why do we put these limits? Matter of fact, Sidera, we'll go to you. When you hear us say shit like that, like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And it's something that's Never simple. said I'm not. You just said, what'd you say? You said, I don't think like that. And okay, said, but that's not you, saying and then, I'm and then, not going to do it. Not because when it. she asks me to do it, I do it. Yeah, but okay, I don't, why? I don't why? take initiative. That's just me. Okay. I just don't take initiative. So, and that's, something, initiative. and that's something that women complain about. So, Sadira. Okay. A.K.A. Dira Dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A.K.A. I will write you the fuck up on a holiday. Try me, nigga. A.K.A. Dej Loaf. You gonna fuck around and try me. Try me. There's gonna be a lot of whole lot of fucking bodies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll write you your ass up. Pretty, try me. <laughs> That's, yo, I'm saying, I swear to you, listen. Yo, so, people that don't know, so there is like almost three times my rank in the in the government sector so <laughs> so it's just funny because she makes way more than me you know what i'm saying and for me that's like something i get to brag about like i like i'll call my sister to write you up nigga fuck around i'll be saying that shit at work you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna be, I'll be like yo i came late nigga my sister will fire you nigga fuck wrong with you you know what I'm saying? She don't even work hey. here, nigga. She oh, so you want a phone call. I'm like, she'll make hey, me a phone call. You'll never be at a museum in your fucking life, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, You'll never work ask, in this town again. Let me <laughs> ask you me. a question, Meech. You, you, was in, you was in the Navy for 20 years, right? 20 years, bro. And you was in for four, Sidera? Yeah. <laughs> so how, how, how are you ranked higher than him when he was in longer than you? Because you got to start over. over. You got to start over. And first off, the job that I took or the job, the job that found me, my sister kind of told me not to take it. You know what I'm saying? But I did it anyway, because 
whatever. I do what I want. But what no, do you, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by you have to start over? You got to start over, nigga. It's not the military. You're coming into the government sector, so you have to be like qualified to do the other jobs. And you, if you don't have the documentation or the education or the experience, you don't give a fuck what you did in the military. You ain't getting a job. And then you're competing against every other person, whether they're former military, civilian, other government contractors. So it ain't like you can just get any job that you want. Nah, nigga, you compete in this open market. You know. So I'm saying, so she, she's only. Because she gets paid more because she's been working longer than you. That's what you're saying. Yeah, way longer. She came up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, see, I, I, I was thinking about it. Like, when you keep saying she has a higher rank than you, it's because the whole Navy thing. No, like, no, no. That's because she got out before me, put her fucking time in, paid her dues, worked her way to fuck up, and was just better than people. <laughs> That's okay. it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. See, I'll be talking mad shit at work because them niggas is like, them, yo, Sidera, them niggas is like GS7s. I'll be like, yo, I'll, I have my sister fuck you up, nigga. You know what you're talking about? <laughs> ain't no GS9s. No <laughs> oh, it's a lot of GS9s. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> they ain't in my building, though. <laughs> no, and so it's like, let me tell you. I And so I, so by my retirement check and what I get paid to go to college is more than what my coworkers make. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they realized that this week, you know what I'm saying? Because we asked them to get promoted, and they got promoted to a GS7. They've been there for, like, they've been in the game in museums for, like, over 10 years, master's degree, all kind of shit. And I was like, yo, fam, I'm, like, turning down, like, GS11 jobs and shit and not doing shit because I'm trying to, you know. And they were looking at me like I was crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, this, like, this is what I get paid to go to school, not work, just to go to school. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so now you see why I'm here. You see why I'm here mm -hmm. three days a week, baby. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. But nah, you know, so Sidera, when you, when you hear men say that they don't think to take the initiative um, or they don't think that way just to do the small things, even though it puts them out their comfort zone for you as a woman, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, it's a problem because like you said earlier, um, about how you do all the work in the beginning to get the girl. Mm -hmm. And then once you get in, you get comfortable and you stop. You get um, complacent. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a problem because we appreciate the small things and the continued, you know, you, they say you have to continue dating in your relationship and not just stop. So, I mean, yeah. Because that's, it's an that's, issue. that's romance. You know, yeah. and every, everybody has their different love languages. For some, it's quality time. You know, for some, it's uh, acts of service. For some, it's uh, gifts. For some, it's words of affirmation. All this shit, right? So everybody's shit is different. Ooh, all those. I, I never said I don't spend quality time with No, I'm not saying that. No, he's not, I'm not saying, saying that. that. I'm oh, saying oh, everybody okay. has the different ways that you communicate oh. love with them, right? But they all require initiative so i'm the you and your lady always together always doing shit be going out all this fun shit so and, and your lady don't like flowers so you good you know what i'm saying but it's like um a lot of times we hear from men uh about you know what they won't do you know what i'm saying and it's like okay well if all you're telling me is what you won't do what will you do because we all change at some point, right? When I'm when oh, I'm yeah. young, when I'm young, right? I may I may I may want uh, the fucking the gifts and the flowers and shit like that, and that's what you did for me, right? And now I'm a little older, 
I don't want to go out as much now. I appreciate, you know, quality time, access service, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yo, you don't want to do that because, you know, you're just unwilling to grow in the relationship in that way when it comes to catering to your partner. Because a lot of times we don't know what we like until we're exposed to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So if when I was young and I didn't like flowers because I didn't understand them, I'm not going to like them. But now that I'm older... I still think I don't like them because I haven't gotten them. And now it's like, oh shit, this motherfucker was coming home, stopped by 7-Eleven, grabbed a big gulp and got me some $12 flowers, bought them shits home for me. And flowers are only the analogy. Flowers could be anything that your partner likes. It's like, yo, she needs a new iPhone charger. Her shit's all frayed and fucked up and cut up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, right? You know, I'm in my lady car. And she ain't have no fucking holder for her damn iPhone. Got her fucking car, her fucking phone sitting in her lap, looking at directions all unsafe and shit. And I'm like, you know what? First thing I did was went out and get a cell phone holder. You know what I'm saying? But so you got to like, be able to notice that. And, and she was like, nobody ever did that for me. And I'm yeah. like, them niggas don't care about your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you driving like this all the time. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Or, you know, it's, it's like, because me, I'm a... I, cause it's, it's like, yo, ABCs always be considerate. You always, you gotta be considering these different things but, that they'll like, you know, you gotta I, I, be, you have to be motherfucking watchful. You have to always be conscious. So you have to be conscious of your partner's growth and their development and when they change, you know, because we all change, we all evolve. When you, when you and your wife first met, you wasn't barbecuing. You know what I'm saying? And now you're the fucking bad boy of barbecue, fake ass Dennis Rodman, right? And it's like, yo. <laughs> Fuck, I'm fake home, ass Dennis Rodman. Because Robin was a bitch and you ain't no bitch, that's why. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. And so it's like, all right, you, you come home to a customized apron and glove set and hat and grill utensils. My nigga, you gonna pre-ejaculate in your fucking shorts, bro. Oh, nigga, the grill, the grill get fired up right then and there. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> but like it's, now, it's, so it's, see, it's, I, on, it's on both of us. It's like, yo, we always gotta be conscious oh. of our partner's growth and evolution. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be able to okay. cater to that. I, I agree with that 100 percent But I, I think it is like with guys, we um we we always we stick to what works. You know, when, when we get a gift, we look at the reaction. And if, if we react a different way to this gift, to, towards that gift, all right, all right she liked this one better, so I, I know this is something she likes. Um, it's, it's, it's not that we, you know, stop doing stuff or don't want to do stuff. It's like Bone said, you know, we sometimes we don't really take the initiative to do the extra stuff. But it's, it's not like we're against doing it. Like if, you know, if our lady said, hey, can you go do this? Or I would like to get this. We'll go out and buy it, but we won't yeah. take the initiative to just, you know, get it on a, you know, or I'll come home from work one day. Let me go get this for, it. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not, I rarely, like, I'm just simple. Let me know what you want. Tell me something. I'm not into looking around. That's just not me. I'm not that type of dude. To be looking for little eyeball shit like, oh, damn, I just noticed. Nah, I'm not like that. Let me know what it is. Because I'm simple. Like, if she'll ask me some shit, like, what do you want? Whatever, I'll let her know. It's up to you, or I'll just let her know what it, what it is. And that's just how it is for me. But do you think, do you think she'd appreciate the 
little bit of effort you put in to try to find something new for her or try to find some little eyeball <laughs> like shit. Said, it's once in a while I'll do that. Yeah. And, yeah. Anything I do, it'll be appreciated. Yeah. So even if it's not successful, even if it's not successful, they'll appreciate the effort. Yeah. Why not just fucking do it? Like, you know what? Fuck it. That's just not me. I'm that's just not my that's, that's just not about you. Not about you. I understand that. But and, no, I'm, you don't. And so, so, here's, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, so let me ask you a question, Derek. Yeah. Do you think, and this goes to you as well, Jamal, do you think you're the same man now that you were at 30? When it, when it comes to what? I'm, I'm the same when it comes to certain, with certain Period. things. Period. Mm. Do you think you are the same now that you were at 30? Listen, I'm... At, no, no. Stop trying to fucking uh, put it into some goddamn uh, narrow-ass fucking specific. Are you the same person now as you were at 30? No. No. I, okay. I, I evolved and learned other shit. That's the answer. Okay. So at 30, were you the same person that you were at 20? No. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> so you evolved. You grew. You matured. You add new skills to your toolbox, you learn new things in relationships. You became uh, a more well-rounded version of yourself, right? You be, you you learned. You became better, right? So yeah, yeah. your partner is the same way. So what worked ten years ago, fifteen years ago, is not always going to work now, right? And so if you're continuing to elevate yourself in the professional sense and your development, it's like yo. You still got to put that little 1% in to maintaining and cultivating that romance as well. Because you can go get her flowers and guess what? She don't appreciate them, right? Because she's like, ah, I still don't like flowers. But guess what? You motherfucking tried. You did it. And so, you know, you ain't got to ever do that shit again. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, or you could do it, you wait 10 more years, right? But it's like, yo, this ain't her thing. But, I, I, but she'll appreciate the effort. How are you on both? What the fuck I'm is going on here? Right now, oh, shit. Actually, wow. I was like, God damn, niggas in the matrix for real, yo. But that's the thing. We're bone now. I was talking to bone. This nigga dipped out on me. Super no, ain't on yet. No, I think he went to go grab something. Baby, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, but that's the thing. And I'm like, okay, if we all evolve and we all grown, we're not the same person we were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Why do we expect the same romantic gestures that we did 10 years ago and 20 years ago? to still be sufficient when we know we can take the little 1% of initiative to do something to pique our partner's interest. And I'm going to say this one last thing because I got to go be productive. Um, I'm going to my time. Um, yes, I got stuff to do. So I'm going to say this one last thing um, in relation to that. When it comes to relationships and You've probably heard this saying before, but the ones who stay in the long marriage or people get asked, well, how do you stay married to the same person so long? And how, how do you manage this and how do you do that? A lot of it is being willing to work together and adapt to that change because, like you said, you're not going to be the same person at 30 that you were at 20 because people grow. And if you're not willing to accept that, if you're not willing to walk with that person through that change and, and learn those changes and, and do what you need to do to continue moving that relationship forward, you're not gonna be successful. Um, so 
with that, which is where I think you're going, you have to continue to evolve in your relationship, which is why you have to continue to date and continue to get to know that new person every five years because that you're going to evolve. You're not going to stay the person that you are. So that's my end statement. I have to go put my desk together and put my office back together so I can be ready for work tomorrow. All right, no um, doubt. Hey, hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. If if somebody calls you from my job, hey, I ain't do that shit. Okay. Right? So you know. So you know. I'll be, be, be threatening niggas like yo, threatening people. I'll be like, yo, if you if you fucking don't give me my 40 hours, my you know, I'll be I'll be like, yo, listen, I work three days. I want 50 hours, nigga. I'll I'll sick my sister on you, nigga. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Just, I should write just, this whole fucking I'm gonna change my up. name so they can't <laughs> um. but yeah, that's all I got. I gotta go. All right, have a good one. So, Aileen, while you were going, we were talking to Derek, and um, we were just talking about, like, the initiative that men put in relationships and how, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know what worked at 20 and we'll know what worked at 30, but we always grow and continue to evolve. And it takes very little effort for us to try to get to know this new person, new version of you. And a lot of times, because it's, it's not who we are, we just won't do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so I wanted a woman's perspective on, you know, hearing men, us say that, hey, like, because for me, it's like, I use personal say, right? For me, when I was in my 20s, I love going out. I love going to the club, right? I love going to restaurants, things like that, being out, being seen, taking my lady out, yada, 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 right? That tapers back a little bit, but I, I'm still that nigga, right? I'm still out here, right? I'm still in these streets, still a thought. Um, <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying, trust me, bro. But uh, it's like, in my, in, my, in my 30s, I'm like, okay, I appreciate um how good she is as a homemaker more than how she uh is in the sense of being a socialite right because it's like yo i'm in my late 30s i'm trying to be home bro when i was in my my early 30s i'm out there i'm i'm, I'm you're still establishing yourself you're still doing shit you I, that's the lifestyle and business i was in and now it's like yo it's cool if you look good and it's cool if you you know can put on some nice clothes but you know what's cooler you getting in that motherfucking kitchen. You know what I'm saying? That's what's cooler, right? You know what's cooler is, you know, you folding this fucking laundry. You know what I'm saying? You know what's cooler is, um, you know what? My, 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 my daughter come over here and she's here when you're here and, you know, you read to her. Because it's like, we. I'm at the stage now where it's like, I'm looking for a wife. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, impress me with these other qualities that may not have been, that you may not have been before, but in order to maintain this relationship, in order to learn who I am, you know what I mean? To meet my yeah. needs and my ego, you got to impress me with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's me. It's like, you know, I, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I'm out here in these streets dating, mating, whatever the fuck, right? And it's like, yo, I always tell, you know, women I date, it's like, yo, listen, like, like we're going out now and this is like the trial period. Like, can we get along and shit like that? But I'm like, your actual clock starts when we're together and we're in a relationship, you know, that's the probationary period. Cause it's like, yo, when we, if we both come home, if you come to my house after work, right. I'm going to have dinner ready for you. Like if I get off early or I ain't have to work that day and you come to my house, I'm going to have dinner ready for you or I'm going to order this shit that's going to be here before you get here. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to cook the shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Or if you come, if you come here, whatever, you know, you you had a hard day at work. I'm gonna have a glass of wine for you. I'm gonna throw on your little Shonda Rhyme show. I don't watch that shit. That ain't me. And I'm not gonna watch it when it's on. But I'm gonna sit here and talk to you about it, rub your feet a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, that nigga trash. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's good for her. You know what I'm saying? She doing her thing. Just, I don't know the fuck going on. I'm going to do this shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you appreciate that effort. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's, it's genuine effort because I can just not do the shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, I know you fuck with this shit. You having this little bit of freedom space, decompression time is, is good for you. This load, the burden isn't on you, right, to always be on. But it's like, yo, at the same time, I want to see this shit as well, you know? So if I come home and you have to work that day, it's like, yo, Toucan Sam trying to follow my motherfucking nose. Ain't no motherfucking Fruit Loops in this bitch. You, you know better follow your nose at Chipotle, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> my nose to Uber Eats, apparently. You know, but it's like, yo, like, you know, but when I was younger, I ain't give a fuck about that. I'm like, yo, dinner ain't ready. We'll put some clothes on. We'll fucking go get something, right? But now it's like, hey, how are you going to take care of me? Because I know exactly how I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to show you. Day one, once we say, hey, we are together, that's when it starts. Bam. These are all the husbandly qualities. You know what I'm saying? Is I'm going to do everything that I would do in a relationship and do right motherfucking now. You're already past the, the trial period. You already got your 30-day fucking title free subscription. All right? Now I'm paying for the shit. Now we in this actual probationary period where it's like, yo, Proves to me that you're a husband. Proves to me that you can that you're a wife. You know what I'm saying? And then if if we meet the fucking each other's needs and standards, what we have our bar set at, then you become that, right? But I, I go into shit in a very logical ones and zeros, uh, yes or no type of uh, situation in relationships. Like, okay, do you meet this need? Yes or no? You know what I'm saying? You said you do this. Are you doing it? Yes or no? Things like that. But it's just about the same time. It's like, yo. My partner's going to change. I'm going to always be conscious of those changes and try to, you know, uh, meet those when they happen or before, you know, or encourage that evolution, that growth. Like, you know, your wife wants to get into gardening, but she has, she hasn't had that encouragement yet or things like that. Or she probably has, I don't fucking know. Right. But it's like, yo, get her a couple flower pots, some seeds, the kids can get involved. Bam. That's all you got to do. And you're like, yo, go have fun, niggas. It's on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the end. That's, that's funny, but I, you know, if I would have met Derek and Jamal five years prior, I can't guarantee you that I'll be the same person. Only because when I met them, I was fucking with a previous dude. So <laughs> I went to a party by myself because he didn't want to go type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So at that age, I think you don't think like that. You don't think like forever. You don't think like, you know, certain priorities. Because we're young okay. and dumb. Exactly. But at the same time, conversations need to be had of where you come from and your upbringings because you have to find, you're going to find that common ground in the person and you know what they're about just from the first conversation. Me personally, I'm big on first impressions. And if the first time I meet you, if you don't intrigue me in some way, then I know it is what it is. The situation mm -hmm. is just going to be a fuck thing or, um, you know what I'm saying? Not going to be attracted to you at all. And just, you know, we're going to go our separate ways. Now, um, 
as far as stability goes, I've always been on my own. I got my first apartment when I was 16 years old. So my priorities was different. And for some people, especially like Derek, for example, you know, when he had, you know, a mom that had that he had a curfew, he had this, he had that type of structure. <laughs> Me personally, I didn't have that. So at a young age, you know, I'm partying and bullshitting early. You know what I'm saying? I'm hitting the bar, you know, five, six days a week between West Virginia and Jersey. You know what I'm saying? I'm always somewhere. But the older I got, that got old. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't into that anymore. But at the same time, I knew eventually the older my boys got, especially when they got closer to puberty, I had to find... Um, a man for out for us that could show my boys that look this is a man's position of what he's supposed to be about what he's supposed to do because that's the other <clears throat> thing the, the flip side of the coin when you are um, co-parenting um, children the dad's not in the home he may be there for the kids but he's not physically there every day to carry out certain things you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so I'm glad you said that because a lot of times, um, and this is something that myself, I discuss with women that I'm dating, first fucking date. I say, hey, I'm not looking for a wife or I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm looking at somebody that can be a mother because I have a daughter. So mm -hmm. stepmom, whatever the fuck, I don't care. I don't use those words. You are going to be a mother because eventually we'll have kids. Mm -hmm. You get to practice on my first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To figure out what you can do, what you can't do, and we'll improve upon that. But it's like, yo, I'm dating for a stepmother, essentially, for a mother, essentially. And as women, you already have a, a child. It's like, you're not just dating for yourself. Like, you're going to have to be a parent, you know? And so you look at different qualities than you would when you're, you know, single or without a kid, things like that, you know? And uh, a lot of times we'll hear from, it's always women because they already have custody of the kids. It's like, I don't need you to be involved in my kid's life or I'm not looking for a stepdaddy. I'm, you know, shit like that. It's like, no, yes, the fuck you are. Like, yes, you 100% should be dating for but she, but, but that was, a stepfather that, or a father. But that goes, that goes back to what we've, we both said on this pod numerous times. When, when men go into a situation, we have a game plan. Right. We know we know what we're looking for. Right. We know even how you how you say the lean from from the first encounter, from first meeting you. I know where to place you at. Okay, I'm going to yeah. take you seriously, or I'm just going to fuck. So after you know after if you fit into our game plan, you know we we start doing others. We we put you to the test to make sure that you all right. You know what it is. Can you do all this stuff? Yeah. I don't think females go into a relationship. Thinking mm -hmm. that they wait, I'm sorry, I don't think women go into a relationship doing that early. They wait until we're already three months in. Well, I don't, I don't put you, put, I don't put you through all my shit. Right, and you passed because they right. try to put, they, they try to put the fuck nigga into a father figure. Yeah, instead of leaving like, him where so the fuck he should have been. You, right. You're already three months behind in, in, in the situation, and and you're yeah. wondering why it's not working because, yeah. bitch, I'm already ahead of you. Yeah. Like, and then, then it's oh, all men, men aren't this, men aren't that. No, it's not. You're not putting your the man you want or the man that you're, you're dating through your requirements. So right. you're not requiring him to, to show you any of these qualities. And you done spent six months with this motherfucker, and now you're stuck. 
Right. And, and, and that's the thing too. And I, and I tell females that, uh, you know, I come across and I tell them my motto is your life is your life. If you don't like it, change it. It's that simple. You're not stuck because you have to be there. Or you have to do that. No, you're stuck because mentally you tell yourself, oh, this is, this is it. This is it. This is what it is. And it doesn't have to be. You have a choice. You may not like those choices, but you still have them. I'm a firm believer of choices. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I don't waste my time and I don't waste my money. So me personally, if I feel that first impressions is my thing and you rub me the wrong way, yeah, I'm going in the other direction. Bye, see ya. Like when I first met Derek, he left me a voicemail like the next day before we went on a date. And he's like, oh, if you don't answer this phone, I'm going to slap you in your face. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I still had that message. He definitely said that. Come on, dude. Why did you say that? Yeah, Eat the cake, eat the cake, eat the cake. That's that me too bullshit. He said that. So I'm like, whoa, to me, that's a red flag. I'm like, hold up. I'm definitely not calling him back. This is not something that, you know, I want for myself, you know? But um, my cousin, you know, she convinced me to call him back. And she's like, you know, just tell him that you already went back home, you know? So... I called him back and I'm like, well, you leaving me voice messages like this, you know, how am I supposed to take you? So he just bust out laughing and he was like, I was joking. That's what I do. I ain't saying no shit like that. And he was like, let's start over. So when we started over, you know, but that's part of the thing though, too, because you have to do your homework. You have to take the time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because I called or I messaged Jamal and I was asking him like about Derek, like, hey, you know, what's your guys deal you know what i'm saying like, yo who lands is this right, exactly. <laughs> but, no, but, see, but that's the thing that's that but that's just bullshit oh, so I you for getting me stuck with this is your <laughs> no you no, I, 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 I remember what she talked you about put in a good word? oh yeah <laughs> Fuck you not. so you the reason why I'm stuck with the you ain't a friend man you cut off no no no, you just said you, you, can, you can change it. She just said you can change it. <laughs> always. <laughs> but now nah, I, I remember what she's talking about because I, I don't know what you, what you did or what it was, but like the, the best thing I can say was that's, that's just how bone is. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, even even if, if you look at our circle, we, we we got we have a weird sense of humor. We got weird jokes that a lot of people don't get. Yeah. So it, it can it, it can come across the wrong way. Right. Exactly. Even, even, with, even with my wife, of uh, like for for a long time, she was like, "Why y'all? You and your friends always talk like that." I'm like, "Cause that's just us. That's just what we do." Mm -hmm. Like it's yeah, it's, we're toxic. It's nothing, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing you know. It's, it's nothing. Bad about very nothing. abusive towards. But each that's other. just how we do. That's that's how we get down to this. Like at the end of the day, as an individual, we all do what we're supposed to do. We're all doing everything the right way. It's just that when we get together, we be on some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're just preparing each other for the harsh realities of the world, and that's what I tell people all the time. Is like, yo, we tell each other the worst things because outside of our circle, whatever you say really can't affect us. It can't hurt us because yeah. we all love each we other. Didn't, didn't we're heard saying, already. <laughs> yeah, we're saying right. the worst shit in the world to each other. Um, so like if like a woman or a dude calls me ugly, 
it's like, okay, but you ain't ever called me a wet bird. Invent that shit. The funniest shit. I was I was uh having a having a conversation with people I work with or whatever, and I was like, I, I would feel weird if I put a picture up on Facebook and one of my friends will say, Yo, you ugly as fuck. Yeah. Like I, I, I expect that from one of them. Like if somebody don't come with the jokes, it's like, yo, hold on. Yeah, somebody don't put like, a joke up. It's like, like we, we still good? Going like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? <laughs> like, what I, what I do, nigga, like that? <laughs> yeah. But so I, I have a question, man, because um now I remember what I said. I probably said I was gonna fuck her up, but I ain't I never okay. said I was gonna slap her. You gotta be specific. Yeah. So I so here's so, <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse? I'm gonna fuck you up if you don't answer this fucking phone call. You said you gotta be specific. So here's so, here's, so fuck you up can mean anything. So here's a question, man. So um, there's a a, a lie being told to people that um, men are intimidated by successful women. And then uh, men saying that there are no good women available. And what that, what, the, what I attribute that to is just um, you're you're picking the wrong people. Like successful women don't normally try to get other successful men, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they normally will date down and then complain about the quality of men that they're dating. Or men will say there's no good women available. But you're not actively dating good women. You're just dating the women that are easiest to get. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, my girl, like this girl I'm interested in has an OnlyFans. And then you complain that she ain't shit later. And that's not to say anything bad about OnlyFans, but it's like, yo, you know what, hey, just like Drake said, you know what it was when you signed up, you know, you know what the fucking, the, the, the probability is, you know, you got the possibility, you got the probability, you know, and it's like, um, and a lot of times with women, um, it takes people in general, it takes you longer to get into, to be successful, right? So you don't really reach success until you're like 35, almost 40. That's when you're at your peak, right? Um, and women are like, hey, I can't find a man that is equally yoked as me uh, to date. So they end up dating down, but it's like, yo, the 40-year-old men, the 35-year-old men that are in that, that age range, they don't want a 35-year-old woman. You know what I'm saying? Because you got too much shit going on. And it's not that you're successful. I'm intimidated by you. I just don't want to deal with your baggage. So I'll just date somebody younger that doesn't have that shit, you know, that doesn't have 10 years of failed relationships and all that emotional fucking damage. I'll just date somebody else that I ain't got to fucking, you know, compete with. Because that's what's going to happen is you'll compete over who's more successful because we'll attribute uh, finances into the uh, gender role, into the position of relationship. Like, oh, well, I make this amount, so we're equal, or I got more say in the house. And it's like, eh, you know, not really, you know, but that's the thing. And then men will say, hey, you know, like, like we're, we'll be in our, in our, in our groove, a little successful, or whatever, like my brother. Um, he, he was like, tell me that one of his friends uh, wanted to come on the podcast and because I sent him the topics about the lie about men saying there are no good women available. And he's like, yo, my friend is, um, you know, 35 and he's single, no kids, and he owns uh, his own house and blah, 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 blah. And he said, there's no good women. And I simply said to him, he is a beta, you know, and that was a, a, a nice way of me saying he's a bitch ass nigga. 
you know? And what I mean by that, <laughs> if you have all these qualifications and you can't get a good woman, the problem ain't with the women, nigga. It's with it's you. you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's with you. You are a bitch-ass nigga. You are a beta. And what I mean by that is, you know, and I'm not trying to get into the whole alpha beta shit. No, it's like, yo, you have to take the... Women want men to lead in a relationship, right? So if you know what type of woman that you want, go for that specific type of woman. If you are too fucking bitch, too pussy, too scared to go after that type of woman because she'll require uh, more effort, a higher level of standards, you know, things of that nature, then that's your fault. You can't say, yo, I want a wife and you going to the fucking local bar about a military base to meet women or you're only dating women on fucking dating sites. No, nigga, if you know you want a woman that's God-fearing, take your bitch ass to church. Pussy, you know what I'm saying? If you want a fucking woman that's, uh, you know, if you want a woman that's like financially responsible and she got her head on straight, she got a career, then go join a fucking club like the goddamn... Um, like, 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 they got the fucking key club in all the cities. They got the fucking, like, all these, like, uh, like, go fucking do some volunteer work. Like, in D.C., we have, uh, like, like a black uh, country club here called the Gathering Spot. It's like, go join one of these institutions that'll put you in uh, the same fucking vicinity yeah. as the people that you want to meet. You know, yeah. go do these things. Don't sit here and say, yo, there's no good women. When you do pussy to go after the good women and emotionally... You don't qualify for them because you still stuck in your second childhood. You still stuck in your fucking younger days thinking that, okay, um, just because I can fuck means I can maintain this woman. No, nigga, you know, and that's and, the thing. And, and that was one point, but with women, you know, saying that successful men, uh, successful women uh, intimidate men, it's like, no, what do you have to offer this successful man? Because I don't give a fuck about your money. I don't care. It's not coming to my pocket because oftentimes most women, when they meet a man and you're getting married or you're going to be in a relationship where the man is going to leave, you want him to take care of all the finances and you can just stop working and he'll take on the bulk of the financial load and all that kind of shit. But it's like, okay, well, what do you have to offer him? How are you a wife? Can you cook? Can you clean? Can you maintain a house? Do you want children? Because a man that is financially set doesn't care about your money. He cares about his legacy and his legacy comes through children. So if you don't want to be a mom and he's already financially fucking set, financially stable, makes all the money in the world, and that's not what you want to do, he ain't going to want to deal with you because those younger women that haven't gone through all the bullshit of corporate America and working and just fucking slaving for somebody else and dealing with all those fucked up relationships. He's like, yo, I'll just go date her. And all she wants to do is be taken care of. So I'll date her without these problems. Also without that success. So she ain't got that fucking ego. You know what I'm saying? And all she wants to do is just be a stay at home mom. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing is that men and women are saying they want a certain thing and they're too fucking pussy, too fucking coward, and too fucking lazy to go after what it is they want because they know that secretly they don't actually qualify for what they actually want. And not only that, too, it's attraction. <clears throat> it's attraction. A lot of, you know, different men and, and women are attracted to, you know, especially females. You're attracted to a dude that'll dick you down and not pay a bill. You know what I'm Correct. saying? 
Correct. And that's that's an issue. That's a problem. But at the same time, you know, some <laughs> problem, like, problem for who? <laughs> exactly. Because that goes to the same argument, though, Jamal. It goes to the same argument. All these all these men saying, oh, well, um, there there isn't any good women out there are just like what he said, his brother's friend. OK, the problem is you're dating these females that you're attracted to and not a female that you can grow into. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's a catch 22 because attraction first sight attraction is the worst. If you see somebody and you like, damn, I could fuck them. You know what I mean? That's you talking with the wrong head and that's not a real attraction. That mm -hmm. is a freaking, uh, what is it? Um, whatever it is, that's what you did, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a moment it's a moment in time it's not you know a lifelong partner that you're looking for like you have to be true to yourself first like what are you actually looking for even your age you know 35 20 25 it doesn't matter your age really it what matters is the space and time that you're in mentally because you could be 35 and like you said, be a little ass boy. And that's mm -hmm. what makes you a beta because you're attracted to, you know, broken females, you know, or vice versa with females. You can be 35 and have it all. But if you think that you're going to find a man on your level or lack thereof, I'm going to need you to like really change something mentally in yourself because a lot of these females are broken because they come from broken homes. And they've been through the struggle. They've been through so much in their life that it it made them broken physically. But on the outside, they're a straight dime. And it's it's but great. Like, uh, but like you said though, Meech, um, <clears throat> when it comes to like men that say they can't find a good woman or whatever, it's I think it's because they they know to to get somebody on their level, they have to put work in that and they don't yeah. want to put that work in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, you know, so it's, it's easier wild. to go after those other women. Yeah, it's your e I, I, I can sit there and go get this chick that only requires me to take her, you know, the Applebee's every now and then or whatever, whatever, do some mm -hmm. small shit. But I have to really have to, you know, step my game up to, you know, to show this woman that I appreciate her. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to take more work that I don't feel like doing. Um, as far as like with women, when they, when they, uh, how you said, date down. I think they do that because it's more of a control thing. Like if, if you if you're dating a guy that how you said is already financially stable that really don't need nothing from you, you can't control him. Mm -hmm. Like because he he ha he has a lot more options than a, a nigga that ain't got no job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't I don't think men are, are scared to date. Uh, I don't even think what uh, what do you say? Um, uh, successful women. It's just that I don't think the successful women understand that at the end of the day, a man has to be a man. Like, I don't care how successful you are, but you, you can't demean me as a man. Right. That's what it because that's, that's, that's an issue. Yeah. So you, you, you can be successful as you want to be, uh, as long as you understand that I am the man. Cool. I don't care. Well, it's crazy because you got females that's lower than men financially and still feel want to demean them as a man. So yeah, that, no that, and that too. <clears throat> it ain't no different. But it's, 
I, I think society now has the the dating world all fucked up. Like they do. It's, they do. it's just certain shit that they they uh, glorify that shouldn't be glorified. I apologize. No, part no, no, that's fine. Part of it, part of it is is because, um, you know, uh, we are not allowed to judge women, right? So when a woman is, Yo, as a guy, we can't even have standards. When a woman, when a woman is like, let's say, uh, <laughs> if a woman is yeah. like, let's say a woman's out here twerking, right? She's out here twerking just in a restaurant on a fucking table, right? If men say, "Yo, you're wilding." All of a sudden, don't police her body. Don't tell her what to do. Blah 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 blah. Even though we can all agree that that's fucking wrong, right? Or if a woman uh, is out here just only dating losers, you know, and we'll say, "Hey man, why are you picking bad men?" Then it's, "Oh, don't tell her what to do. Let her live her life. She's in charge of her body." Blah 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 blah. Right? But you know, men will get judged every fucking day like if we're not making a significant amount of money if we're under six feet if we don't have a fucking 10 inch dick shout out to my nigga rel you know we get <laughs> all the worst shit in the world right and we just have to deal Why with it did you, that was so we're ignorant. just expected to <laughs> deal with it but that's one of that's one of our little i, I don't have a 10 inch dick i tell him all the time my dick is is, is <laughs> hey listen mediocre meet him that's what you're gonna get you know what I'm saying? Just, just like, just like, uh, uh. Why would you do that though? That, you, you, you're not addressing what I asked you. That was ignorant. Why would you do that? That's that's our circle. Derek, like you Derek, already know. Listen, so, well, got eight inches divided by two, two. You know what I'm saying? That's it, bro. So, at the end of the day, he's still fucked though, bitch. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? But that's my thing. Is like we get judged on shit all the time, and it's it's shit that we can't control, right? Like our height. You know what I'm saying? Or or the size of our dicks, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But it's like, yo, if you say, hey, like your choices are bad, like, hey, you're having a baby with future or NBA young boy or Nick Cannon, yo, you're fucking bugging. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, don't tell her how to live a life, yada, yada, yada. But if we go out and we get a woman pregnant, and it's like, oh, okay, you use another statistic or you a deadbeat automatically without knowing shit behind whatever. Like Drake, Drake put hot sauce in the condom and motherfucker said Drake was wrong for that. This is after he nuts in the condom and puts it in the trash, right? He put hot sauce in there so she, the woman that he fucked couldn't get it out and stick it in her fucking shit and get pregnant. And then the woman tried to sue him. It's like, yo, why are you mad at Drake? Yeah. Why is she digging through the trash for a nasty ass condom? That's his property. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing, man. But it's like, because we can't judge women, like you said, we can't have any standards, things like that, because we put black women on its untouchable pedestal where we are not allowed to have any kind of critique. And then when women try to say something about it, they're called pick-me's. They, oh, you a pick-me, you a pick-me. You know what I'm saying? Women fuck around be married already, 20 years and shit. You a pick-me. I already got picked. I'm trying to tell you how to get chose, ho. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. You know, but it's like, yo, they don't, they don't, they don't want them to, uh, they don't want to be held accountable, you know, and men have been being held accountable forever, you know, but it's like, woman gets pregnant, uh, out of wedlock, what does society do? We give her welfare, we give her Medicare, Medicaid, you, you know what I'm saying? We, we give her housing vouchers, things like that. You know, you ain't got to work, you know, if you get a man in the house, we take it away, you know, but if a man gets a woman pregnant, you that nigga get child eight support. Eight you get you child support. You, 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 you don't pay that shit. We're gonna take your money. 
You know what I'm saying? You can live with a little bit of deadbeat, you know, things like that. And it's like, all right, man, you know, I, I, I get it. But it's like, you know, when it comes to uh, picking a partner, like you, cho you choose that. And the question I asked earlier was about um, who controls who is born in life in America? Who controls who is born? Women. You know what I'm saying? So if you choose to have a child and the father's a deadbeat, you chose that life. You know what I'm saying? Because you chose some ain't shit motherfucker. You chose to have right. his kid, so you choose everything that comes with it. Men don't get to choose that shit. Right, and that's the crazy part because females, and I heard something last night on that podcast that Derek had me watching, and I, it's oh, not the first, yeah, that's not the first time that I heard that shit, but. Fresh, okay, you said it was fucking Tommy Sotomayor and shit. He was on there. He was on Fresh right. and Fit. No, fresh yeah. and Fit is not that bad. It's, they're not terrible. Tommy Sotomayor yeah, is terrible. It ain't better, He's terrible. It ain't better than Kanye stories, man. Fuck that. I've been I, fucking with him for a while, though. Yeah, I, I liked it, actually. and he But he had a point, though. He said that there's more, you know, guys out here without children yes. than women with children. And that tells you that, you know, all y'all bitches is fucking the same niggas. That's yeah. clear. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say this, that yes, there is too many, you know, females that's choosing to have babies to, you know, these guys because you're not taking the time to get to know them first before you choose to have their child. Because I don't care what any female say. Yes, you do have the option. You know your body. You know that you like having sex. You know how you get down. Stop lying to yourself. So I say that to say this, all the more reason to get on birth control. Facts. Get on birth control. And There's nothing wrong with being out there just like dudes. You know, you want to be a whore just like a guy or vice versa. Do your thing. But at the same time, protect yourself. Just get a diaphragm. Get a diaphragm. Yeah. You can fuck all you my, want. My, my thing is, I, I think... A lot of a lot of women are in relationships or have kids just because that's the fad right now. Or just to say they have a kid or they're in a relationship. Well, that can be fad yeah. for the past fifty fucking years, that's, bro. <laughs> they can be they can, they can they can be completely miserable, but to say that they're married or in a relationship, they'll deal with it. Oh, no, not yeah. not married because they're not getting married. <clears throat> so yeah, right, exactly. So, and the crazy just... part is Jamal for you to say that. You know how many people, Derek and I, I think we were dating for like five or six years. It wasn't more so the question of when are y'all getting married? Why we were we asked, no kids why won't have no kids? That's an ass backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went through that with my wife. Yeah, a lot of people were saying my wife. But like, you had kids when you got married. What are you talking about? Huh? No, Jamal, when you had kids when no, you got married. Though. No, when, when, we, when we were dating, I think uh, we were probably like, Five six years in, it was like, oh, why when, when y'all getting married? Like, why is it such a? Why do we have to rush that process? Like, well, why did you this rush is, the process of having kids? That, that wasn't rushed. So why'd you have? So why'd you have the fucking uh, the 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 cart before the horse? <laughs> it was easier. <laughs> no, it wasn't easier. No, it wasn't easier. It'd have been easier to fucking get a diaphragm installed or wear a condom. That would have been easier. So why was it harder yeah. to marry your wife than it was first, to make kids with her? First of all, condoms is whack. Okay. Like, let's let's be let's be clear. You know, you know, you know, hey, you, you know what's trash? Child support. Well, that's trash well, too. Listen, and, that's and why the, he married you, her. If you yes. look at so if the look, question if you, is, 
if so you look you at the business of things, yes, I, I did things backwards. Yes, I that's did things backwards. Why yes. would you yes. say that? She because. said that's why you married her. That's fucked up. That's not why you married her. No. <laughs> she basically trying to no, say, no, 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 no. Like what she said is a. I, I, still, I understand what she said. It's yeah, a real thing because us in the community will will be like, okay, well, I'll have kids with her and I'll live with her for ten years, but I won't marry her. So why would you do all that instead of marrying her? Right. Well, I, but I've I've said on this podcast, I've told you why uh, we got married. So if, if y'all don't know, go back to the couple episodes and it'll, it'll be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can say like it, I, I should have, you know, married first, then had kids. Yeah, but it didn't work out that way. And, then, and, then, and then I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Here's the thing, right? I'm not saying you need to be married before you have kids because sometimes things happen, right? But it's the reluctance of marriage after you already have an established life with this person that you know you want to be with. Why do we, as men, because women controls who is born, we control who is a wife. So mm-hmm. if I already have a child with you and we're together and I know I don't want nobody else with you, why am I not making you a wife? That is the question that I have for us, for men. So I, 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 I couldn't afford it. I'm a, I couldn't afford it. And not only that, it's easier. It's not cheaper. It's easier to have children than it is to get married because- most people think, you know, marriage is forever. That's a huge commitment. That's costs $30 to get married. Yeah, but everybody not going to justice of the peace. Some people, they want that whole... They want the show. Exactly, uh, yeah. Listen, but see, some, the, some niggas want the assay, but they ain't getting that. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Jordan Becker, gang. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's more nigga. people need to take the time to get to know people. You know what I'm saying? But don't waste too much of your time. So, but how, so you, why would you have a child with somebody without knowing them? But but it's like, okay, I need to take the time to get to know you, but I don't need to take the time to have a kid with you. Yeah, it just depends on the person's headspace. Because honestly, I think that uh, therapy is a huge thing that people don't take more advantage of. I agree. Yeah. So I think a lot of that has to deal with, you know, your mental because you let your other body part speak for you before you think about it. So I have a question. I have a question. Okay. What is a bigger deal breaker, cheating or someone's mental health? For me, it's cheating. I'm going to say mental health because I think so the fact too. that you're cheating makes you a mental basket case. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. bitch, you cheating on me? You ain't, sne- you ain't seen my shoe closet? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I... <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, I, I would have to say mental too because that's that's my thing too. Because if you're with a person for a while, and for you to be tempted by temptation to actually lay down with a different person and consciously, you know, do it. I mean, damn, where were you mentally that you told yourself that that was okay? I, I couldn't imagine that. And, and, and for reason- me, I can deal with cheating. I could, but. A baby is a deal breaker for me. That's a deal breaker. That's, that's, a, deal that's breaker. a commitment. That's a lifelong commitment. Is she giving me permission to cheat. Let me call you. There you go, bro. <laughs> nigga, you about, nigga, you about to call me. Nigga, fuck you talking about. <laughs> 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 you about to face something. Right now, 
You think about to say, right nigga, we about to be John Sally on Hall Pass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> At fucking Tuesday on Fridays. You gonna catch a beating off in the minivan? <laughs> Listen, man. Yo, but because no, my man. thing is, is like, you know, um, yeah, you know, I, I, like my questions always come from a place of uh, personal experience. And so for me, it's like, yo, I tell women all the time, I'm like, yo, for me, cheating is not a deal breaker. It's why you cheated, right? Because for me, yeah. it's like, I believe um, for women, and this is me giving them the benefit of the doubt, right? Uh, most times when they cheat, it's because of something that I'm not doing, right? I'm not giving you what, I'm not meeting one of your needs, right? Because it's always that little lame-ass nigga at work, the work husband, that's showing appreciation, making her feel desired and wanted things like that because I'm not doing the shit yeah, at home work, because I'm not doing it at home. So she ended up work, fucking that nigga at the company up. party. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the other time they'll cheat is when they have a no shit mental health issue. You know, right. when, when they have destructive tendencies, when they have emotional damage that they have not, uh, you know, gotten through work through things like that. And so it's for me, it's like I, I, I talk to them all the time. I'm like, yo, what is your mental health uh, history? Have you ever had a panic attack? Have you had a nervous breakdown? Have you been to go see uh, a therapist? You know, uh, just just like just like, did you grow up with your father? You know, did I ask them a specific question because it's like, yo, I know that this is a bigger problem for me because that shit is hereditary. Because mm -hmm. if your shit is not addressed, it will get passed down to our children. So. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pass down a cheater gene, but I will pass down you being bipolar. I will pass right. down you having anxiety issues. That will all get passed down genetically. And so yeah. for me, that is why it is a bigger deal breaker. That is why it is, that is my deal breaker, is if you have mental health uh, situations or mental health, like a mental health injury, and you are unwilling to treat it because that's what it is. It is an injury. It is trauma. Trauma can be physical or emotional. We don't look right. at PTSD as something that's just, oh, that nigga's just crazy. No, that is uh, in a, in a physical response to emotional trauma. An anxiety attack is a physical response to emotional trauma. So it's all encompassed in one. So if right. I went out and blew my fucking knee out, and I didn't get treatment, and my knee is all fucked up, my girlfriend or my wife should fucking leave my dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm out here with one fucking leg because I don't want to go to rehab <laughs> or I don't want to get fucking surgery on my knee or if my fucking hand gets cut off and I'm just walking around with a fucking garbage bag and a fucking a roll of tape over it and I don't want to go to get surgery on it. It's like, yo, I have an injury that I'm not getting treated. So <laughs> mental health, if you have a mental health injury, you have to get it treated. So for me, if you have a mental health injury, whether it's diagnosed or undiagnosed and you're unwilling to get it treated, that is a deal breaker for me because that will get passed on. It's like an STD. You know what I'm saying? Instead, instead, instead of being instead of being an STD, it's an it's it's an it's an ETD. You know what I'm saying? It's an emotionally transmitted disorder. You know, it's an emotionally transmitted disease, not a sexually transmitted disease. Because we gonna fuck, and now my kid's bipolar. You know, because you ain't want to get the shit under control. Or now my kid has anxiety issues. It's like I'm not trying to uh, damage another generation of, of people because you were too proud to go to therapy. You know. And that's why I asked the question because it's, it's one of my, like, you know, I'm, I'm watching this TV show called Love Life uh, season two on HBO. And the guy had a girlfriend that she had some emotional trauma that she didn't deal with. And she ended up fucking the task rabbit nigga, um, which is basically like an Uber Eats nigga. She ended up fucking this nigga. Um, 
And he took her back after a couple of years that they were apart. Uh, and he was like, oh, well, nobody's perfect. And he ended up taking her back. And I'm like, yo, couldn't be me, bro. And it wasn't the cheating. It wasn't the cheating part. It was that she had emotional trauma. And when he tried to help her with it, she wouldn't allow him to help. So she went and put herself in a situation where a fucking Uber Eats nigga fucked. You know what I'm saying? And then she blew up the relationship because she couldn't deal with the guilt from dealing with that shit. And it's like, yo, cheating ain't the issue. It's why you cheated. And right. that comes from here, you know? But that's my thing. And that's that's actually, like, why, um, like, when people always wonder why I break up with women, it's the brain. The girls look so good, but their brains are not ready. <laughs> They don't know. <laughs> yeah. Stop singing, man. <laughs> and I and I thought about that too because when you're looking for a lifelong a life along partner, they have to be relatable as well. Mm-hmm. And I joke about you know having to go back home to find my husband because I have to. You have to be relatable. You know, I can't choose to. I mean, I could, but I I wouldn't choose to marry a white guy because. What are we going to talk about? Like, you're not relatable. You know what nice. I mean? White. You're going to talk about white power. You know, it's, it's just crazy. Like, I, I, you know, so meeting meeting Garrett, you know, at one of my friend's party and getting to know him over the years and having the conversations that we've had over the years, it just further proved, you know, his potential, um, his passion and how we can grow old together and live as beings and love one another outside of kids yeah and that that takes work Mm because a lot of people they'll have kids and they get lost in raising the kids and then they it's not that you fall out of love with your partner Mm -hmm. you just don't know them anymore no because you put so much time and energy into the kids you've grown you've evolved you've always been changing but you haven't always been conscious about those changes that your partner made and Mm -hmm. now you got an empty nest and you don't know who this nigga is you didn't spend the last 18 20 years dealing with the kids when now yeah. when they're gone it's like all right what the fuck bitch i forgot you was here like yeah. oh shit right exactly you look up and things change yes and that does happen and it, it almost happened to us but we stay connected because of communication mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because for a time there yes I threw myself into what my kids were into and, you know, being that soccer mom and always there for them at every game, volunteering, doing this, doing that, coming home, cooking dinner, waking up tomorrow and doing it all over again. The thing that kept us grounded was the communication. I always checked in with my husband and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And when I don't check in with him, then he checks in with me like, Hey, where you at? Like, <laughs> where'd you go? You know? Hey, listen, so, ABC, always be communicating and always be checking. Right, exactly. And that's why I had this conversation with my friend because, you know, they say, you know, oh, I married for love. And they look at me like I'm crazy because I say I didn't. Love ain't enough. <laughs> Not at all. I say I didn't. Hell they nah. just look at me like, oh, does your husband know you didn't marry him for love? Yeah, he does. You marry, you marry for purpose. <laughs> That's why you marry. You marry for purpose. You know? Right. Exactly. I married my husband because we we're one. We communicate. He says what I'm thinking and vice versa. Like, 
I mean, granted, my husband is always thinking more than I am, but <laughs> he. I think, um, I think that's just. Yeah, she, could be an inner, she could be an airhead at times. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Is this nigga, this this nigga Bone being the brains of the operation is fucking hilarious. That's bro. crazy. Right? <laughs> Very scary. You have no idea. <laughs> Out of all the money I make, yo, I'm telling you, I am so irresponsible. It's nuts. I would just be throwing money out the window if it wasn't for Derek. Because sometimes he just caught. I'm ready to jump, and he's like, "Whoa, I'm gonna need you to fucking relax." Yeah. <laughs> This nigga, nigga turned into Nori, relaxed. <laughs> that, came, that came with the struggle of first moving in with her. And because I suck with money to this day, I do. Yeah. So when I moved out here with her, I'm looking at her the way she talking, thinking, like, you know, I could depend on you to, you know what I mean? Handle the finances. But then I'm looking at her like, damn. Part my French babe, but this bitch is worse than me. With the <laughs> it was. I'm telling you, we got into plenty. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Because I'm doing, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. How to pay these motherfucking bills, and then yeah. when they come, yo, babe, I need another. I need another three hundred. I need another. Why? Oh, for what? What happened? <laughs> Like, damn, you got a coke habit I don't know about? What the fuck, Steve Hutchinson? You go to the strip club and some shit, god It got to the point where, like, yo, you out here betting on horses and shit. I'm doing everything. fuck is you doing with the bread, man? And I cut her off and be like, I'm not giving you no more. I said, I ain't got it. And then sneakers come in the mail. Now she trying to cuss me out. Yeah. Because I just bought some kits. And you ain't had it. Yeah, I told you. I ain't having it for you. <laughs> yeah. It took, it, it took him. It took him. But see, but that, but that comes with learning your partner and going together. Like, yeah. right. You, you, right. you have to take that time. Like, you, you go go through some shit in your relationship, but it's it's how you deal with it and come out of it that that matters. Yeah. Right. Because I you was know, always saying to him, like, oh, so what now? You gonna leave me? So that was one of my biggest, you know, and he's, and at one point he had to say to me, like, why, why do you always go there? Like, why do you mm -hmm. say that, you know, when we get into a certain argument or whatever? Words, words have meaning. Words have meaning. Yes. Yes. Cause that's what, you know, what I'm used to. I'm like, when you find out, you know, the real person and who I am, you have a problem with that. So now you're going to leave, you know, like. I don't know why, but when my son got sick and I was stuck in Cali, I was stuck in Cali for six weeks and mm -hmm. Eric had to be here and hold down the house and, you know, take care of things while I was in Cali. And that was the hardest thing I ever had to do because like I said, I've been on my own since I was 16. So it was hard for me to give someone else my property you know quote unquote mm. my property you know being vulnerable and trusting him to do his job absolutely and that was so freaking hard it was hard i'm telling you it was very difficult because i'm telling him make sure you go to the cleaners for example and pick up this stuff from the cleaners he was like all right i'll get to it so hours go by and i call him like did you go to the cleaners he was like nah, i forgot but i'll do it tomorrow Yo, what the fuck you mean you ain't go to the fuck? What the? Da, 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 da. So I'm like, going to the <laughs> If I go to the cleaners and pick this shit up, are you going to wear it? Nigga, you across the <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? 
No. <laughs> The stress level was off No, it was a situation where she wanted me to deposit the money order in the bank account, right? And she kept rushing. Mm. And I said, it doesn't matter if I do it now, because if I do it now, this was back then. When you deposit cash in the account, the money's right there. You remember back in the day, if you deposit- oh, You had to wait. Yeah. You had to wait like two, three days. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to tell her that it's a money order, it ain't a fucking check, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fine. I went over there and did it. Boom. She called me. You deposited the... I'm like, yeah. No, you didn't because it ain't in there. I said, motherfucker, I told you what it was. You fucking half hour ago. You're going to have to wait a day. Yo. Yo. I'm telling you what, we really, I, and that's all I say. I need to do this myself. I said, well, motherfucker, come over here and do it, you goddamn <laughs> stuff. And stop calling me to do it. <laughs> like, Yo, what's wrong with you? Those <laughs> weeks, I'm telling you, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do, you know? Yeah. It was so hard. And then after that argument, I said, what, you going to leave now? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what if he would have left? I would have after I left my comfort zone to, to come all the way to Pennsylvania. I ain't going nowhere. I no, no. but you you won't see my point. That's all I'm saying. It would not have surprised <laughs> me if he would have left. It was it would not have surprised me if I would have came home from from uh from California and he wasn't there. That would not have surprised me at and all. That, that's what the part, surprised the part, me was no, that he was still there. No, the, and that would and that's what pissed me off about her when she says that because my thing is. We was together long enough that you don't think I was better than that. Like you got your other yeah. son. You think I would leave while your other son was here and I know the situation, what you're going through. No. Yeah. I would never do that. And that what makes me mad about her when she says that shit. Yeah, yeah. but see that you goes should think better than me than that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that that goes back to what I said. When you're used to dealing with certain men or certain females, you expect certain things. Yeah. So, so when you have somebody different, it comes in a different form, and mm -hmm. you don't realize what you have until you reach breaks like this. When you run into situations like this and different experiences and how you go about things, you know what I'm saying? So when we went through that together, and I came home and he was still there and he was working, and the house didn't catch on fire, you know, mm -hmm. we, <laughs> we were still. <laughs> We were still, we still had a home to come to. That made me fall in love with him even more because now I know that I could depend on you and you are my security. Yeah. You know? So it was, that was it basically was, it was crazy. In, a, in a fashionable way, what she's telling you is, I want an argument. The pettiness <laughs> in me, the pettiness yeah, I was right. The, I was the right. Petty, the pettiness in me will not make me leave. I will stay to make you miserable to, to show yeah. you that I win the argument. I'm gonna get my shit off. <laughs> I, 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 I got a I got a I got a question, Daylene. Huh? Um, why didn't you give him the benefit of the doubt, like he gave you the benefit of the doubt? About what? Oh, uh, you uh, him just doing being like responsible, being different than yeah, being responsible. Like how come you didn't give him the benefit of the doubt the way he gave you the benefit of the doubt? Because he he could have looked at you and was like, oh, she. Got two kids, blah blah blah, and took that a whole different way. But Facts. he didn't. 
Yeah, exactly. Because of what I was used to. I was used to dealing with fuck boys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I had in different relationships, I had dudes that would pay my bills and, you know, I was straight, but they was in and out. You know what I'm saying? I was used to them coming and going and staying gone for a while, then coming back. You know what I'm saying? So when you're used to certain men and then you find something different, it's mm-hmm. like you, you want them to be like the rest. You know what I'm saying? And when they're not, because now, because sure. now, now it, it forces intrigue. you. It challenge. It challenges you now as a person. It's like, yo, that. they're not like the others. Yeah. So, oh shit! How do I keep them? And that's another right. ABC is always yes. be consistent. This nigga there was consistent, right? You know? And now right. it's, it's like always be challenging. Now you got to yes. challenge yourself how to be the partner that this person needs. Yeah. Like so, my, my, my next my next monologue, you're gonna love it because it's all about the A B motherfucking C's. But my daughter is on her way. And so my, 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 my child's mom sent me a text uh, talking about uh, my daughter is late coming today because she took a poop on the floor, right? Well, all right. No, here, here's, here's the picture. Can, you mother, can y'all see the picture? Hold on. Yeah. It's like a picture of boo-boo oh, on shit. the floor. Yeah. And, and then that's my daughter right there. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, how does she poop on the floor? Because when she's she here, like a grown ass adult. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, yo, when she's here, she doesn't get up off the toilet until she finishes. Um, she sits on the toilet until she poops and pees. And if, she, and, if, and if an hour passes and she don't poop, I put a diaper back on her, but she does not get up off the toilet at all. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, and then she's like, oh, well she peed, but then she starts touching her pee. And I'm like, okay, then you pluck her fucking hand and tell her no. And she's like, I do, but I don't pluck her hand, though. And then she's like, yesterday she peed on the floor. And I'm like, well, then how do you reinforce (laughs) the behavior that you desire? And she's like, I tell her no, but she still does the same fucking thing. So telling her no isn't the behavior that you desire. (laughs) The behavior that you desire is for her to not do this shit. And what reinforces that is you giving her consequences. Right. I'm like, hey man, she don't pick up her poop here. She don't touch her pee. She don't need a potty. None of that shit. And I'm like, if she hears no without any consequences, then what is the accountability mechanism? Yeah. And she says, oh, true. Kids mourn discipline, period. My sons were potty trained by the age of two, and not once did they wet the bed ever. Not once. Um, kids mourn discipline. And I and I'm here to give it out. Mm-hmm. I line them up. Like, I don't play them. And don't get these hands. That, <laughs> bro, you that. see my hands? How big? You, you think these plucks don't hurt? Yeah. Like, so you my it's daughter, obvious you that her mom, her it's mom definitely missed the signs. She missed the signs. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. When kids got to go, especially, and I know you probably noticed it, but you didn't pay attention to it. When your daughter got to go, she has this blank look on her face. Yeah. yeah because she's, con- she's confused. She's confused. Yes. And so and I got to teach her how to, to grip her yeah. ass up. Yeah. Like, okay, now it's time for you to yeah, sit. Yeah, because she like, because I have her go to, you know, shout out to Amanda Cotman. She was like, yo, put the kid on the potty as soon as she wakes up. Because I was just, I was just doing it like after she ate um, in the afternoon and at night. She was like, nah, put her on as soon as she wakes up so she get used to it. Actually, like, yo, what do you do when you wake up? First thing you do is go to the bath, take a shit, take a leak, whatever, whatever. But, you know, it's a, it's a routine. It's a habit. So to train her. Yeah to you know do that she didn't say all that i figured that out because of my superior intellect but um I'm like <laughs> oh okay that makes sense thank you amanda um 
and I'm doing that. And she goes like she wakes up, uses the potty after lunch. I, I put her on about 45 minutes later, uses the potty before dinner. She knows she eats dinner. She's sitting in that toilet for an hour. We're going to sit here and watch Coco Melon or read two things like that. She's going to take a shit. And then the, the pull-ups go on. And then she's like dry the entire night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, yeah. and and then and then when she like when she wants to uh, use the bathroom, she'll like start fucking with her diaper or her waist and shit like that, or she'll you know she'll like leave the room, and then yeah. she'll come back, or she'll go she'll to where find, she'll, she'll find the corner, or she'll go to where like I keep her diaper is that where I change her at, and she'll go over there and lift the actual thing up and start like grabbing stuff, and I'm like, oh, you want to use the bathroom? So they'll so they respond so when you teach them you give them structure you tell them what behavior you want they'll respond to that and so for exactly. us as adults when it comes to dating relationships things like that we have to tell our partners what the expected outcomes that we want what's the expected behavior and model our uh our behavior towards that you know what i'm saying yeah. and at the same time you know we have to also be conscious and be aware of those changes that these people make because you know, when I was young, I loved going to the club. Now that I'm old, show me you can cook. You know what I'm saying? When I was young, I cared about, you know, I was just like, yo, listen, <clears throat> I'm just trying to fuck. I didn't care about the presentation. You know what I'm saying? But now that I'm older and we're not going out, okay, show me that you care about the presentation. So we ain't going out. Well, I ain't going to see you in this tight ass dress and like that. But let me see you in these matching bra and panties, God damn it, that I bought. Cause I, that's what listen, I buy. I buy the matching bra and panties. Listen, listen. That's what I do, bro. Listen, I ain't gonna listen, tell you. Listen, I'm not gonna tell listen. you. I'm just gonna buy. I'm just gonna buy you five sets of matching bras and panties, and I'm gonna buy you what I want you to. What I want to see you in. And hey, I'm letting you know right there. That's that's my expectation. Don't come listen, over here with that I, bullshit anymore. Don't go to CVS and buy the fucking the, the seven days of panties with the days on them and shit. And then thinking, I'm <laughs> thinking my dick going to get hard off of that. That's not happening. I'm going to stay playing Xbox. Fuck wrong with you. Not with the granny. You know listen, so, listen yeah. I, tell, I tell my wife all the time. She already know this. I, I appreciate the lingerie and stuff. But if we fuck, I'm taking it off anyway. I don't give hey, a fuck. You, listen, can, come, thank you. you can come with sweat, sweatpants and a white. If I give you a Snickers... Do you want to unwrap it first or you want that Snickers in my bare ass hand? That depends. Uh, I'm driving. I'm going to need you to unwrap it. But you saw a wrap first. You appreciated <laughs> that that shit was presented to you in a in an in a enticing way. Not just, my, I'm pulling my, a fucking wife, Snickers out of my, my pocket. Wife, here you my go. Wife come here. You don't <laughs> have me a Reese's shit. Cup unwrapped. <laughs> no, like Reese's Cup. I'm going to eat the motherfucker. I'll find she my wife. She unwrapped Reese's out of her back pocket. You eating it? Hey, listen, depending on the situation, I might, bro. I ain't going to oh, lie nigga, to you. You, you, eat, you, eat, you eat ass candy, bro. You eat unwrapped ass candy, man. That's crazy, bro. Listen, you a trip. My, my wife already knows. How you going to eat the unwrapped Reese's cup, but you going to eat ass? Man, you a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you that. You know, oh, man. what the fuck? Nah. So y'all got anything to say to the people before we get out of here? Hey, listen, listen. You see the shirt? Pay homage. Uh, no, we don't see it because you keep fucking moving. Don't yeah, black no. father. I there we you. go. Yes, you it got, says you got the hat. Black you, Father. You got the hat. Hold up. You got the logo. Take it all the way off so we can see that hairline, nigga. Nah, nigga. <laughs> you see the, yeah, fuck your hair, nigga. You can't see the hairline. Fuck your hat, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga out here hat fishing. Yeah. <laughs> you damn, you damn right, nigga. 
You already know. That's why I got a fuck in these motherfuckers. Bro, you look like Bum B, my nigga. That's why I got a closet You look like Bum B. Hey, look. Yo, shout out hey, to the barbecue man. bad boy, man. The sauce hey, boss. New Jersey barbecue, follow. Follow me, <laughs> hit me up. If you come to Georgia, holler at your boy, man. I got you. Hey, if you come to Georgia, put my meat in your mouth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's unisex. It's unisex meat, non-gender specific. You know what I'm saying? So this is vodka I'm drinking, not fucking coffee, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I know, know. motherfucker. I'm drinking the same shit. Hey, I shout, shout out to my nigga, man. Alcoholic, man. Hey, who y'all got winning the game tonight, yo? Uh, who playing? I don't give a fuck. This, this, this nigga said, who playing? <laughs> I don't care, bro. Who got the right quarterback? That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I don't give a fuck because I feel like the Bills should have been in this motherfucking Super Bowl, man. Fuck that. Oh, man. Tom Brady should have been in the Super Bowl. Nigga, we keeping it real, man. Tom Brady won already. But no, I want I want Joe Burrow to win so, so white people can be happy. Because white people love Joe Burrow. And I want them to be happy, man. <laughs> you know they love they love Stafford too. Shit, <laughs> no fuck, fuck Stafford, dog. Joe Burrow got the Heisman Trophy, the national championship. I need him to get a Super Bowl ring because I need white people at maximum happiness during Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? So I can get my shit off. That's why. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if he don't win this one, I feel like he'll be the next coming to Dan Marino because then he go to Super Bowl his second year. Yeah, okay. and then never again. Never, win. never yep. again. He was great. Yeah, I, I, I think that with Joe Burrow too. If he don't, if he don't get this one, I don't think he's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a winner before he go again. Uh, not at all. Yeah. But, well, I mean, uh, hey, I, I man, shout out to my boy Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what it is, man. That's still my boy. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas, man. But if they do, I like, win, I like Trevor do, Lawrence. If they do win, I expect one of them ignorant ass Negroes to do the icky shuffle. I expect one of them ignorant Negroes to get arrested. <laughs> yeah, not arrested. Just me. I, oh, yeah, I, I mean, there's been a history of Bengals getting arrested over the years. So yes. Yes, yes. So that's I'm just going off of what you've shown me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so man, um, shout out to Pac-Man Jones, man. <laughs> Garby. Yo, Pac-Man <laughs> Jones. He got he lost in a back a boxing match to some random motherfucker that he was fighting. He was talking mad shit before it. I didn't know he did fought... a boxing match. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. He got yeah, his I ass saw beat. It. He got his ass beat. And he was talking Yo, that same shit like noticed, but I thought I thought uh, Pac-Man Jones and Marshawn Lynch the same nigga. <laughs> I, I did. I did that one point two, boy. I ain't go for. I did that one point two. They all they look do, alike. They you fucking racist ass motherfuckers. Niggas with dreads all look alike, right? They Especially do. when they, they, when they do. had the, they had the gold teeth and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why they be doing that shit, bro? Like that's. Oh my god. I can't stand black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, I gotta get out of here, dog. You but anyway, listen, you fucking hardy. No, Marshawn Lynch is a real dude. I like Marshawn Lynch. He know hardy. I He do a lot of community work, a lot of charity work. I like him, man. I'm glad that he's not in the league because now all he's doing is talking now, and that's great. You, you know seen what I'm saying? Yeah. You seen him well, on the pivot? No, I didn't see him on the pivot. Yeah, he was on the episode of Pivot. I'm gonna have to go fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, his, his, his interviews be good as shit too. Because he's a very intelligent, uh, not well spoken. He speaks like everybody else. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? But Nick, he's a real he, motherfucker. That motherfucker's smart as hell because you know. Yeah, whole, very intelligent. Yeah, because the whole time he was in the league, he didn't spend all his money, NFL money. All the money he's, that he made all from the money. Yeah, all spend the money, money on Skittles. Yeah, <laughs> and diabetes. All the money that he made from the NFL. He stacked it, and he was spending basically all his money on endorsements. Yeah, getting five million a year on endorsements. Smart he was man. That Smart money man. In, his, in his NFL money, he was stacking. 
Yeah, that shop Marshawn Lynch, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just here so I don't get fined. But um, listen, man. Listen, let me tell you something, man. It's Black History Month. You black motherfuckers better join a black bank. Otherwise, I don't want to hear shit. The most pro-black thing you could do is start a black family. And if you're mixed, y'all still black, bro. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother. Don't come in my DMs with that bullshit. All right? God damn it. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, you're also like three black banks. So they should be the three biggest banks. Because the black dollar is worth trillions. And we fucking talk all this shit about the white man, the white man, the white man. But we don't trust the black man to grow our money. You know? <laughs> oh, here you go. Here you go. I don't trust the niggas. There I don't you trust go. the niggas either. You want me to come with money in the nigga bank? A nigga bank? You're fucking Uncle Ruckus ass motherfucker. Don't trust them. I'm just saying. Over there. I'm just saying. <laughs> on, that, on that note, I'm out. Yeah, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> But yo, Fast listen, words, man. Don't put your money in a nigga bank. <laughs> Come on, listen, to the audience, to, to the audience, listen, yeah. to the audience that is not black, you can join a black bank also, all right? Don't listen to this fucking guy. <laughs> but um, it's just about economic growth. So if you have Hispanic banks out there, put your money in those. You got Asian banks, put your money in those. All okay. right, spread the fucking wealth around. It's February, bitches. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. All right, don't, don't give yeah, pussy ass Valentine's, a present. Yeah, I gotta come back for the fuck Valentine's Day too. Fuck. Y'all some, oh my god, dude. Fuck listen, do not hey, give listen, pussy man. as a present. All right, don't give pussy as a present. All right, that's all I'm saying. Unless you, unless you're bringing your friends with you. Hey, that's a present. If you, if, 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 <laughs> hey, I'm not opposed to that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that, that's all I'm saying, man. It's February. We still got two more weeks left. Um. You know, and listen, man, Joe Biden, Joe Biden ain't giving out crack pipes. All right. Y'all dumb motherfuckers believe that stupid ass shit that Joe Biden's going to give dang. millions of dollars for motherfuckers to get new crack pipes. You stupid ass motherfuckers. Yes, I hate all y'all. These motherfuckers. All right? I hate all you motherfuckers. They still make crack pipes. You, they weren't you, calling it a crack pipe. It was uh, it uh, wasn't. It all was. It was a safe use kit for drug users because we cannot go. criminalize the drug addict. We criminalize the drug dealer. So I have to make methods for you to safely use this shit to not spread your nasty ass fucking diseases to everybody. So it's containment. You know what I'm so saying? All it was, it was a nice way of saying crack pipe. No, it wasn't because crack pipe is not in it. It's like if you're a heroin addict. I'm not going to give you heroin. I'm going to give you methadone so you can come down off of that shit and I can put you in treatment. That's all right. it is, is that they're, they're giving money. Clean needles on the street. Clean needles, yeah. which is because because dirty needles spread fucking AIDS, which is a bigger problem for me than you using drugs. I can't cure AIDS. I can treat your drug use. All right. And that's the thing. And that's what we're doing. And we've always been doing that. We're just being open about that. It's no different than giving condoms out. You know what I'm saying? It's contraceptive. All right. I hate niggas, man. But anyway. <laughs> you hate niggas, but you want us to put our money in a nigga bank. No, a black bank. A black bank. A black bank, Derek. Oh, I'm sorry. Because, you, because just like history has shown, black you don't bank. have to be black to be a nigga because the Italians were niggas, the Polish were niggas, yeah. the fucking, uh, all the damn European immigrants were niggas first. Yeah, and niggas we, and then we took the name and they said, yo, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what the fuck happened. All right, God damn it. But uh, fuck being woke. Should have never been asleep. I'm out. Peace.